The following content is a Rock Nation conspiracy to destroy the black family. Start the show. That's what they're gonna say anyway. That's the new. That's the. That's the new hotel lie now. Do, do I have to throw my Jay Z side? No, no. no. What do we? No, because first, because first of all, first of all, Dwayne will come in and kick your ass. Oh, oh no. He he thought he was gonna co-opt the co-opt the diamond, and, and fam. I, I got bars for Dwayne later. It's <laughs> it, it's fine. Um, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I'm your girl Lala speaks, and I done made it again. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. I am not great value anymore. I am H E B. Hill County Farms. Okay. Drake. All right. Oh wow. Your light skin off brand version, Jeremiah, the fluent one. I am Kanji, and I'm disgusted. <laughs> Mm-mm. Wait, okay, so time out. Where did what happened since the last time we were here? Whiskey. Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> see, I'm see. gonna I'm gonna mind my black. You you after the whiskey, there was no. tequila. Never mind. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay over here. Come on, you best friend, mixing tequila with whiskey. That's what I did last night. That's why Y'all I was shitty. Insane. And then there was a new year. <laughs> And now it's 2023, and the fuckery has begun. New year, uh. new liver. <laughs> new year, new bottle. Right? What is wrong with y'all? See, this is how this is how we start 2023, y'all. Hey! Shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here, man? What heard y'all... we got shots. <laughs> they were saying, I was saying somebody told them the, the liquor was free. Uh, what the fuck, man? What what are y'all trying to prove? This is like, oh God, what is this episode? Two oh nine, two oh nine, I think. Two oh nine. See, Randall used to keep up with this. <laughs> <laughs> see, this Numbers. is this is what happens when I don't have adult supervision. <laughs> um, shout out to the new listeners, the old listeners, the first times, the long times, the last times. Uh, shout out to everybody on Google, iHeart, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, a whole bunch of y'all out here. Uh, anywhere, basically anywhere quality content is disseminated. Shout out to all my niggas on Patreon. What up, Patreon? What up, Discord crew? Uh, glad to have y'all in the building for uh, for another uh, for another year. Oh God, it's already been like six months of Patreon, and they like it. They like it, and they keep signing pe- and they keep trying to get people to sign up for it. So I'm here for it. Um, if you are not currently if you are a listener and you like what you're hearing and you are not currently a patron, please consider such. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to have at the end of this episode, I will uh, I will play a little clip for y'all, for uh, the listeners at home. Um, 
Now, four careful. or five minutes. Yeah, be careful of what part of yeah. a four or five minutes. I understand. I understand. Don't have me looking no, no, crazy no, no. out here. It, yeah. it, it, it won't even be <laughs> the session to. It won't even be the session today. Oh, that was a fun session. No, Although no, that was a fun that session. Was, that was. <laughs> you got to pay for that shit. Yeah, they definitely got to pay for that one. Um, oh, pocket demons. <laughs> <laughs> what? what the. Oh man, if you want to hear more of the stories of the Him Littles and the She Littles, uh, please tune in to Patreon. (laughs) And we're half sisters. Oh, see, I I, see. Oh, I've created family. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's why. That's part of why I do this. Is if you're playing opinions while Black Bingo, I was going to talk about community again. (laughs) Uh, It's all about putting community together. Kanji, I'm so glad to have her here. Um, is a she? This is not her first time on the pod, but she is a longtime listener. I I suspect maybe from episode one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, longtime listener. So glad to have you here. This is like my little sister. Thank you for having me. Oh man, any you know you're welcome anytime. Any I had to get her to here because her and Fluent are like best buddies. And I, I I I couldn't have one without the other for too much longer. <laughs> uh, so it was just a matter of time. Sorry in advance. <laughs> I'm not drinking today. Also, we're not we drinking drink today. A, we Everybody, both drink a water because we knew no, no, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody's <not>. hydrated. <laughs> I, I I have my I have my jug with me. Um, this won't last much longer because it's going to be fuckery going on tonight. Because <laughs> in addition to celebrating my man's uh. Uh, my man's birthday. He's turning forty before me. Um, I got, I, I got a new day job. Hey. Woo, woo, woo. Let's that's go. Good. That's good. Uh, I'm starting. I'm starting soon. Uh, I just took the drug test. Which Congrats. is drug test. Let me tell you something. Part of the new job market because I didn't have to take a drug test for the bookstore, mm-hmm. uh, and I was there for like ten years. So a lot of this stuff in the job market now is wild. And sitting in there, everybody trying to get a job. Mm. Everybody trying to get a job. Everybody trying to get right with their with they PO. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't expect it to be such a packed house. Yep. And I've never met people as in terms of the technicians and the nurses. I've never met people that are so numb to urine. Yeah, thought they would be sensitive about it. Well, no, not necessarily, but they just kind of—they really just take the cup like it's some water. Really, man, they really don't give a damn. (laughs) I mean, what else? Did you you feel the line? What else do you want them to do? That's what they do is to collect piss all goddamn all day (laughs) and test it. And what's fucked up is and put a damn strip in the in it and pray that they don't fucking knock that shit over. Like, fuck, I gotta. Fucking God. Imagine how many times they've accidentally <laughs> knocked some shit over. So imagine if it was on them, like, God damn. <laughs> it's two happened. Thi- so two things in response to what was what was just said. One, this was enlightening to me because in my job search, I didn't realize this. In my job search, I filled out an application to work at this very place. <laughs> not realizing <laughs> What exactly it was? They 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 just needed a because they just they needed because uh, they needed just a reception a receptionist slash part time technician. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it, they said it was entry level. That you, you know, you just really had to have customer service experience. The technician part was dipping the strip in the pee. Mm-hmm. Correct. So <laughs> I did and, not know that. And, and, I did make not, sure, and make sure that you don't knock it over and, <laughs> and say so that, that somebody pissed on you. When I read, the cause, <laughs> because the place they sent me, the place that the, that the job sent me, the, the lab is marked, is, it's the old name of the lab because mm-hmm. they have the old paperwork. And so they were like, oh, just so you know, when you pull up, it's called something else now. Um, but you'll see it, it, you know, it's one of them office building type blocks. So everybody's got their signs, you'll see it. So when I get out of Uber, I see it's called something else. And I just, I walk in to make sure I've matched the right address number. And I looked at the name and I was like, oh God, this is where they test the piss? I applied here. <laughs> I applied here and possibly gotten and possibly got an interview that I just didn't take. Oh wow. Wow. Life could have gone way different. <laughs> you know how many people they've gotten to work there just because they're like, you know what, I don't I don't give a damn about doing another interview. Fine. <laughs> right. And you don't know <laughs> I don't want to do what another. I signed up for. Right. Fuck it. And second. <laughs> Someone who has been on this podcast, or at least on the Patreon in the past, used to work in a lab where it wasn't their main thing, testing piss. And I'm not going to bring up who it was because, you know, uh, they're trying to keep a job now. Discretion. And, but I will say that those, those labs get testy because I remember she fell out with somebody and she may or may not have thrown a sample a cup in anger at the gentleman and that's all he got all i know was the white man that was talking too spicy and like i said well that's all he got and we don't know what that sample was being tested for Could have been a drug test, could have been AIDS. You know. Well, let's not assume that much. I hang out with a lot of people that weren't wrapped too tight back in the day. But I would say that, you know, you can say most majority probably was a drug test. Let's hope. Worst case scenario. Let's hope because if it's at a place where they test for everything, because that's a- yes, that's what and that was the thing. It tests for that place tests for everything. It could it's one be of pregnancy. It could yeah, be man. HIV. I just I, the the world of like just drug testing was just so new and weird to me, and to the point where they make you like put everything you own that's on you in a fucking locker. Yep. Mm-hmm. I did not. I was That's not aware. That's why when people say it's just easy to do this, and I'm like, have you gone to go get a drug test? Yeah, no. And when I when I was applying for jobs, and um, I don't really care, USA. Um, I forgot it's a government entity. Mm-hmm. And the background question test was like, you know, for all these other applications or whatever, they were for they were like maybe three questions. This. Background check was 50 questions. I had never seen that before, oh my first God. of all. And then it was like, you know, doing the urine test at, at my first insurance employer, they had you do a hair follicle test, meaning they were going to cut out two to four dreadlocks of my hair. Oz, 
No, nah, that wasn't happening. No, that wasn't happening. Not. I got a doppelganger allegedly, but yeah, no, that wasn't happening. It's like it's real crazy, and for what? My hair ain't okay, even as so long as yours, and I'm married. I'm married to this shit. It's just just a question. Yeah. Why does it matter Why if it my matter? ass smoke? So. Like, like seriously, I was just about I, to get into I, I just want to know what's the difference. How is it going to make the job here's, make me not be able to do the job that you hired me for? Here's the real answer. It don't matter. <laughs> here's the here's 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 the unpacking of that answer. Drug test for jobs is class warfare. Mm-hmm. The reason I say it's class warfare is because. Um, a young lady that I keep in that I keep in good uh, in good correspondence with, who has had quote unquote good jobs all her life, has never drug tested for anything ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she my age <laughs> ain't never drug tested for a damn thing. She had and she's had many jobs. She had many place. jobs working in education. She's had jobs working in uh, working in the medical f- in, in the well administrative, but in the medical field. Never, it's not like, once. It's like how they don't drug test teachers because they know good and well, goddamn they know damn well. well that ain't gonna go well. <laughs> ain't no teachers. <laughs> there's a lot of shit they don't. There's a lot of shit they look the other way about with teachers because I'm because I am of the mind that teachers are definitely falling into that list, that long list I'm always keeping of vocations where everybody's fucking <laughs> nepotism. Ah. Everybody, I'm, I look. So Randall works. So Randall works in the education field. Um, he's not a teacher. Ariel works in the education field. Uh, Euphonic works in the education field. Well, one, if Euphonic works in the education field, that really tells me all I need to know. Um, but everybody I know that works in the education field, all of them say the same thing. These are people that see each other multiple, many, many it's, hours a week. It's just like a regular job. And don't it's have a just and like don't a have work a husband and a wife. Yeah, wife. it is, but and they take the porn scene a little bit to the intense. And <laughs> I have heard of I have heard say of my teachers. conference call. My conference time is from two to three. What's your conference call today? I've, <laughs> conference time today. I have heard. I have heard of teachers fucking on their office hours. I have heard of teachers okay, fucking time out, time in out, the classroom. I don't even need this to be on Patreon to understand this. I have fucked around with teachers, and I have fucked them on their conference times. So therefore, <laughs> that just lets you know they got motherfucking time on their hands. I was definitely. They, they will make. They will schedule. Some sex. I was definitely dating a teacher uh, many years. Uh, well, not I don't know about dating, but we were definitely seeing each other many years ago, and I definitely ate her pussy on lunch. Who? See, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh, nutrition. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> what? <laughs> not nutrition. Yes. And so. Was this an early lunch, late lunch? Uh, I, let's see. I haven't been in the, that part of the school system in a long time. I say it was about a B lunch, like 11, 30, 12. Oh, so she could have got an uh, afternoon nap. Yeah. Depending on. Like if she had a free period. Depending on her uh, results. Yeah, I, she definitely had a free period. Um, but yeah. On top of, so she had lunch and a free period. So you could have possibly gone back before that. I wasn't going back. It was too. It was. It was too weird the first time. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> and you live to tell about it. It was weird the first time because I did. She told me to. Co- she told me what entrance to come in. She told me I didn't need a pass. Oh my. <laughs> Danger, danger! I'm I'm learning so much, and so it is. So it was that time in my life where I was questioning. I was getting where you know you're getting a little older, and the people, the people that you knew from back in the day are now in charge of children, and (laughs) you, you're like, how? And these people are teaching these kids. I'm sure she's a wonderful teacher. I remember when I I was in seventh grade. One of my teachers was. uh, Model and Playboy. Oh my! We oh knew wow. this because the other math teacher had a the issue. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Oh shit! The other teacher was a, what, what, like a hater. Well, no, 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 no. His no, her number mm. one fan. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my! Yeah, I think he was okay. her number one so fan. So, so, mm. um, oh, that's what I was gonna do. Shout out to sex workers. Shout out to sex workers. Uh, get your money. Uh, you do your thing. You do your thing. What, teachers, whatever you are. Teachers sex. should be able to do sex work. Yes, sex workers. Without so getting confused. fired from being a teacher. Yes. Look, I think everyone though. should be able to do sex work without getting fired or shamed or anything. But, but hey, I will Or pay this. them enough so they don't have to do that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be going, son. I'm God just saying. damn it. Because listen. I used to say I was like, you know, a hop, skipping and a jump away from bissing that, but I've upgraded myself to a new <laughs> damn street. Yes. No. Bissonet. So I know I'm bissing at least. Here to get God, y'all are here to give flowers while people are here. Um, shout out to Cardi B. Yes. Uh, Thank you, girl. Uh Cardigan Benjamin. Um What Cardi do? So I'm always complaining on this podcast, well, really everywhere, about, everyone is, about rising fruit, food prices. At, we're, we are a hop, skip, and a jump away. Eggs are so fucking expensive. You know I was going to talk about eggs again. We you know are what? a hop. Fuck, fuck Easter, okay? Why Let's are just eggs fuck. $7? Exactly. No, seven. Fuck Easter. I paid $9 today. Nigga. I had to, I had to downgrade. I was at least getting the nice eggs before. Now, Sam, Sam's Now I pay $9 for, for, for the, the Walmart eggs. This is not an ad. You got to go to Sam's to get the eggs. You can get like 18 for $5, even though that's still ridiculous. But yeah, okay, I, just, time, I was wait, just wait, saying. Wait, 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 time out. So I just want to know, is it true or not? Do we need to eat eggs every morning to stay healthy and strong? No. No. What? You know how every it's, it's a preferred <laughs> breakfast protein. But you, but you get what I'm saying. People yeah. try to say like, "Oh, you're you know a health kick or whatever." You need to eat eggs every morning if you're trying to lose weight. You need to eat eggs, egg whites. No, bitch, them bitches is too high. Yeah, they have a lot of cholesterol, but I I usually mainly use it for like other shit, not just like eating eggs in the morning. I cook with the eggs, so well, like, I mean that yes, but like you know how like if you. Normally, just waste the egg to like make a little batter. No, fuck that. Uh, we need to make this batter and then use the egg for something else mm-hmm. and something like this egg need to be able to be uh flipped and turned and right. and we need to be we need to be able to use them like like hood niggas use uh grease grease exactly yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. like that them little because this shit because this, this shit getting out of control it's getting out of hand I'm about part, to and. And Cardi was one of the was definitely somebody who has been um, very vocal about rising food prices. She said the rent was too high. The 
the rent was too fucking high. And people tried to get on her ass because they were like, oh, why is a rich person complaining about food prices? That's that's how you stay rich. First of all, let's let's start there. Because also, if you think about it, the average person, you know, once you get a little money, right, you stop eating at your typical fast food restaurants. You decide that, hey, I can afford to go sit inside somewhere. So you go sit inside and then you realize that your appetite and your pockets are a little, you look expensive taste. And then you realize that the more and more you go out and you have this expensive taste that you're eating your money away. <laughs> like I have, you're eating your money away. I have the quote. I, well, I have the, the sound bite here. Um, because she was really on, and people got in her ass. It was like, oh, why? Oh, well, why is she so rich? Complaining about regular people shit. We was just mad about we, them not knowing that a single banana was not ten dollars. We was just mad about exactly. That. What's, the, what's the and what's the one the one line that we always ask? Like, do rich people even know what's the uh, what's the price the of a gallon of milk? Of right. Like, what's the cost of milk? So now you're getting mad that someone who knows, like she she said the right thing. Um, here, go, here go ahead, is. play the clip, so I won't spoil it. Spoiler alert. Right. Now it's like fucking seven. Of Wait, course I'm going to say something. Hold on. Here it goes. Let me tell you something. When I be complaining about food prices and y'all motherfuckers be like, ain't you rich? Why you complaining about lettuce? Why you complaining about this? That just goes to show me when you be, when you become successful, when you have money, you're going to fucking, you're going to go broke soon because y'all not budgeting. I get a summary of the money that's being spent in my home every week. So when I'm starting to see they're like groceries is like tripling up. It's like, hey, yo, what the fuck is going on? I want to see for myself what the fuck shit is being spent on. And, like, when I go to the fucking supermarket, like, I went to the supermarket, and I'm seeing that everything tripled up, that, like, lettuce was, like, $2 a couple of months ago, and now it's, like, fucking 7 Of course I'm going to say something. The fuck? Because if I think that shit is crazy, I could only imagine what middle-class people or people in the hood is motherfucking thinking. So, yes, I'm going to say something. The fuck? And I have a big platform. So, I do want anybody that's responsible of these fucking prices to put that shit the fuck down. They're going to see my shit. They might put it down. So, shut the fuck up. tell you something. When I said so, turn, turn, turn the inflation machine off. Turn it off. Right, right. <laughs> So and, and and so I want to commend Cardi because this isn't the first time she's spoken on shit like this. Cardi is one of the is probably one of the only rappers I have heard of of her magnitude that is consistently talking about kind of more uh, liberal economic issues. Mm-hmm. Always, mm-hmm. always, she's always the first person out there to say the rent's too damn high, and that if shit if I notice it and I'm Filthy, disgusting, rich. I can only imagine what it's like for regular people. You want that. You want people. You want people with a platform to understand to understand what the price of what the price of a gallon of milk is. I remember that episode of Succession when they were all on um, Macaulay Culkin's brother's ass and told him he had to get a go, go get a regular job because he didn't know how much a gallon of milk was. And had probably never thought about it a day in his fucking life, because he is—he is in fact the asshole on that show, um, a, on a show full of assholes. And the least asshole. I was gonna say <laughs> he probably—he probably really mad cool. The last asshole. That would be a good movie. <laughs> the last asshole. I like that. 
I no, that's not the name of this podcast. I, I couldn't get away with that. Um, but salute to Cardi and salute it because I, honestly, I I appreciate that she sets the tone because honestly, I feel like we spend a lot of time um, speaking for the cis hats. We spend a lot of time complaining about shit completely void of economic context. Like, like how much a date cost? Fucking $200 dates. I'm going to slap the shit out of the next person that, that starts this $200 <laughs> date shit up. It's the beginning of the fucking year. Can we leave this shit in last year and have a new conversation? Fam. Dates are now $300 because it's 2023. First of all, it's so $200 like, just to leave the fucking house. Can I, can Let's I, start there. Can I explain this whole situation um, and I'm not saying I don't un- I'm not saying that I don't understand because I understand for a, I understand for a woman no um, no because I'm a woman I'm about to tell you that this shit don't make no fucking sense regardless $200 or not that's fucking ridiculous why the fuck are we spending so much money as a whole as damn it the fucking light bill let's all just come over and 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 we could put $200 in a jar and we play it to bills because they used to do this shit it's called I, rent party. I mean, mm. not just yeah, not but, just the rent party, but I'm just saying, what is outside that you can't do at home? It's there's, it's not, you can do things at home, but it's nice to be able to do things outside. And I'm just gonna say, I'm going to say is. this just for me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the type of person. Typically, if I do go out on a date, it's going to be two three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. because if I'm by myself, I will drive around for thirty minutes to find parking. Mm-hmm. If I have a date, I'm going to pay the $30 parking fee or to, the valet right, because we're not going to be wasting time irritating somebody who's hungry mm-hmm. because we got to find a free spot. Right? Understandable. So you're paying for convenience. You're paying for convenience. If I'm going to go with somebody and I'm going to get food that's better than what I cook for myself, mm-hmm. then I'm going to pay for the quality food. That matches that caliber. And even, and the and even experience. And even then, right. I always say you're paying for convenience, even exactly. then. So you when you add food, you drinks. already know how I drink. Mm-hmm. So when you mm-hmm. add drinks, I'm not buying bottom well type stuff. No. It's just it's not that there's anything wrong with it. Just for me, if I'm enjoying myself, if I'm deliberately taking myself and someone else out, I'm going to pay for that experience. Guess what? I can't afford to do that all the time. The, yeah, I guarantee you this nigga got the best job of all of us. But, uh, I mean, he can't afford it. But Nobody can afford it's it. It's not just about being able to afford it. Who has the fucking time and patience? Because in working a 40 hour work week. On top of this, you're talking about you're thinking of the, you're on the side of it like, OK, I'm going to pay for convenience so I don't irritate this person who's hungry. The person who's hungry is not thinking about. You don't even know what they thinking about in their head because they ass is about to figure out. They're I'm definitely judging you if we're going on a date and you're wasting 30, 40 minutes trying to find a free parking spot. I'm definitely judging you. I've, yeah, but, I but, have but, been on dates where but, women start getting <laughs> testy because it what, takes too long for me to park. Well, so okay, I had I, to learn from experience. Right, but I'm not talking about just that. I'm talking about, okay, let's look it on the other side. You are making sure you learned your lesson from the last time. So you're gonna pay for parking mm-hmm. but say the person that you're taking on this date that they have an attitude just for no reason so you already timid because bitch i've spent my money and you have a fucked up ass attitude and you're making this experience not so pleasant you get what i'm saying like i think that's why people 
part of you. You don't want to spend the, name the money. Of, I mean, that's the name of the game, though. Like, you know, you don't, you're you going on this date to get to know the person. If they have an attitude, okay, one and done. I'm not going to change Real talk. how I am. It, it becomes, Real I don't want to spend the money because I, th- there's other things I can but do with the money. I, time out. And Why dates, we- used to be, dates used to be cheaper when I was younger. And we used because and, and, what I, what would work for me was cheaper when I was younger. And let me add to that: you know it doesn't saying? work. It now. doesn't work right. for me. And to bring someone along mm-hmm. with what I like to do with me? It's now. Free on open mic used to be five dollars a free. <laughs> now, now an open mic, not even an open mic. Uh, for example, there, you have like these these showcase type shows mm-hmm. where 30, the tickets are thirty five dollars. Excuse me. Yes, thirty five, fifty dollars, hundred dollars at the, the door fuck? per person. Mm-hmm. So now, that's two hundred ticket. So you got to plan in advance. So your date has to be planned in a month in advance. So if we're gonna take it back, because if we're talking about Cardi and how Cardi was talking about her monthly budget, yeah. that I budgeted for dates. If you say I budget for dates two hundred, bitch, the tickets was two hundred dollars. Right. Yes. Well, you, you better not be thirsty. You better <laughs> not want nothing to eat. I hope you could drive us there, because bitch, I I don't I don't have it. I but don't all, have but it. all this to say that. I've always felt like when we had these dumbass, oh, who's going Dutch, who's this, and then the third, I always it always feels like with black people, and I say black people because I don't know what the fuck white people do and I don't care, um, we always seem to have these conversations out of context of the economy. Yes. And we're in a recession. They're, they haven't they haven't called it that officially, but we're it, in a fucking recession. It's starting to recede. Why it, are we And inflation is going up. And if food prices are going up, why are we having these and discussions? And people are still losing jobs. Mm-hmm. Correct. Like, Unemployment like, is still like, high. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I have no shame in my game. I basically lost my job off of somebody not liking me. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it was bullshit. So I can only imagine I lost my job from being petty. So people who really lost their job for a real, real, real reason, like Amazon let let go of 18,000 people. Like right. those people are sitting here trying to figure out like, fuck, and how the fuck am I supposed to feed myself and all these people? Elon then, fired half of Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Right, on a whim. And, and, but uh, see, and, and before petty you, ass shit. And, wh- and while you're there, I want to stay there because we're because we can put that we can take that right into humans ain't shit, um, and what I wanted to get off about that, which is we have to remember that social media has brought us so close together that we forget that you're talking to people that come from different economic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You're talking to people that come from that. You're talking to people that have. Sometimes you're talking to people that have nothing. Sometimes you're talking to people that come that came from nothing and ain't going back. Sometimes you're talking to people who have who've had economy, it all who, and, 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 and now are, are now are starting to lose it and they don't know what to do. And sometimes you're talking to people that have economy degrees and study these things and and still don't know what th- to do and take these <laughs> things seriously. And my thing is, sometimes I think. Like I said, we have these conversations kind of ignoring that context and that there are people, like for me, I, like it was a dumbass uh, post that I saw on social media saying that niggas with money ain't worried, ain't worried about a $200 date. Guess what? Yes, they, yes are. they are. I've, I've, had, I've had money. I've been poor. I've been broke. Poor and broke are two different things. Mm-hmm. I have been all of these things. I could be all. I could become all of these things again. 
And I'll tell you, no matter what my economic status was, I always care where my money goes. I worked hard for my money. And for me, Oz, personally, just me, the idea of spending $200 in one night for me and what I do with my life is obscene. I will never be I will never hate on anybody able to do that with a clear conscience. I will never hate on anybody able to do that for themselves because it's me and treat and treat yourself and I worked hard and so I want to spend this much money. Mm-hmm. But for me, I am proud proudly cheap. That's not because I'm broke. That's because I'm cheap. I am proud every day, all day of being a cheap ass. Being a cheap ass allows me to do the things I want to do with my life. And that's perfectly fine because ain't nothing wrong with having a coupon. People want to shit on coupons. Damn. Like, why are you mad about saving money? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, don't be mad. You complain about niggas don't cook. <laughs> that nigga cooked your shit with some EBT. Mm-hmm. I love to cook. I, do I would, I would, I, I, I always say this. Like, look, if you wouldn't, if you want to do a date, I will cook, and then we can go somewhere. Fluent, because I mean that comes with an asterisk. Because no matter how a woman feels about coming over, about oh, I coming over for a date, sir, you live in the Batcave. <laughs> <laughs> you live in Batman's house. <laughs> You walk in and this nigga, this nigga tells, this nigga talks to Siri and says, I'm home. And all this shit lights up like the inside of Drake's car. So I have a question. He's living in Wakanda. Yeah, since you brought that up. So you mean to tell me that you talk to women and they come over and then they like come over and eat and then they want to leave and go do something outside? They haven't always wanted to leave. He'd be kicking Let me jump in that. Let me me jump in there for you. (laughs) They haven't always wanted to leave. And if they stories. don't leave, if they don't leave, he called me to kick him out. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, I just, I just have, I just, I just have so many questions. I, I have, I have had a few dates where we start here. It's food prepared, right? Like I already have the, like I time the food for. If I say be here at seven thirty, they're gonna run late. So eight o'clock, I time the food to be ready right at eight o'clock. So it's like, boom, it's coming out the oven. It's coming out the pot, blah, blah, blah. It's plated. It's fresh. It's hot. Eat, baby. (laughs) And then we go out. And then we go out. Like, we go to a show or we go to whatever the event is. I mean, as far as you fucking live, y'all shouldn't fucking go no goddamn where. This should have been. We're not that far from downtown. Fam. Not not even that. Pearland? That yeah, way, Pearland, Pearland, they, they, they got stuff. everything. Okay, I, yeah. they time, build out, time out. Y'all do realize I, I come from the other side of the world. I understand. So. You, live over, you live over in West Chase. I get it. Um. Well, I mean, you didn't have to put out my business like that. I I'm mean, just saying, I don't I always live say in that's West, like a, that area. Like, I live on the West side of the world, I I'm guess. from the West. Shout out to All I'm saying is you live where the street signs look different. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying because I... Like they do look different. They do. They do. But I'm I'm just like I grew up on the north side. So like when you're talking like northwest side, so like everything was far to me. So like whenever you do stuff, like when I lived in Katy and someone came to me and yes, 
Yes, we've already discussed this. I'm a suburban girl. Like she's a sophista yeah. ratchet. She grew up on the north. But, I but can't see, have this her is why I, well, I always focus everything like downtown esque, right? See, you couldn't do that if you lived in Katy or in the north. Oh no, side, no, because you're I'm, like, oh yeah, we're we're 45 minutes from downtown. I wouldn't date. What? I wouldn't <laughs> date somebody in Katy. Like, I've like when I find out Katie where somebody stays in Tomball, and it's a long distance. For those of you that don't live in Texas, this is a real accurate description of if, geographical dating I mean, it's politics. Serious. Because I know when, even when even when I like when I'm swiping, because I ain't gonna lie, because my relationship status is pending, so it's until it is uh, approved, mm-hmm. um, we are still uh, swiping or, or rejecting, but. The whole keep swiping until you change your tax status. Come on, pocket thug, we're rooting for you. All right, <laughs> wait. All of that, to, all of that to come back around to the point, which is we come from so many different like economic walks of life. Yes, I feel like there is a level of insensitivity that comes with that I when need- people say shit like. Niggas with real money don't well, worry about I need, this. I need everybody with, to stop counting other people's fucking pockets. Well, that's okay. We can go there. That's I mean, also honestly, true. like, even if I got it, it don't mean I want to spend it on, on you. Be going, son. Like, fuck you and all of your bullshit. It's mine. I worked hard for it. It's my shit. You, you are, everybody deserves, deserves. I hate that the kind of the, the whatever whatever kind of life whatever kind of love life whatever kind of spoiling on you that you imagine in your head come on tank maybe i deserve However, feelings that doesn't mean you are entitled to it mm-hmm. there is a difference and i need us to start learning the difference you deserve whatever you dream that person that you mad with is not entitled to give it to you. you. And if they don't provide it to you, that don't mean they ain't shit. Go find another person. Go fuck someone who will give it to you. It can mean that they ain't shit. It's sometimes It's just not 100% of the time. Right. That is true. That is true. it's 95% of the time. Because some of these niggas ain't shit. And some of these (laughs) niggas ain't shit based on their... Lack of generosity. And some of these bitches ain't shit. I mean, it's just, it's just correlation is not causation. Sometimes you you just got some ain't shit niggas. (laughs) You got ain't shit niggas. You got ain't shit. That's that Mensa boy. That's that. That's that. That are also cheap. That's that Mensa IQ boy. I see it. I see it. But there's Um, so. I mean, like, there's a lot of people that go through a lot of different shit, and people don't realize that. Like on paper, on paper, I know I've seen this being several times, like on the stubs. Uh, on paper, it looked like I'm rich, but the the way the life is, it it don't. I need to be slinging bricks. Yeah. I will end it on. I'm start I, selling feet. I will end the rain on, madam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're not supposed to say that unless you're buying the feet pictures. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, you ain't lying because OnlyFans niggas go crazy over them feet, boy. I keep um, hearing that. Is that really like whatever you do on? I tell people this all the time. Whatever, whatever just, you do on OnlyFans, randomly put your feet in it. Mm-hmm. They love that shit. And curl them. Microtransactions gonna go up twenty thirty percent. They love. Them. They love that shit. Yeah, you gotta get the curled the curled toes. 
So does it work it's on a, regular stuff too? Like it's some people that got fucked up. Fam. Like they be like, oh, hey, I am not trying to be a creep or nothing. Here's my fucking my artist. But uh, go ahead, send me that cash app so I can go ahead my and ex, money. My ex-artist that I used to work with on Neverland, she got somebody just asking for her socks. Mm-hmm. There's a website. I where will you buy can, your socks. There's a website where you, you watch can House sell of the Dragon? used panties. Anybody in the market of buying used bras? I have big ass titties. I will definitely sell my bras. I mean, I don't like bras any goddamn way. <laughs> Join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. You gotta, you gotta get that shit on Patreon. Man. I'm just saying. It's on our top tier monthly giveaway. There's a whole. We're about to add. We about I to am add. I'm gonna it. have a subscription box with my goddamn bra in it. We about to have. We about okay. to have a la la tier. We about to have just a la la tier for Patreon. I'm fam. just here for the titties. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, song of the week. Um, I'm just here for the titties. That should be a song. <laughs> This is a good one. Um, this is called Spin the Block by Raheem. Oh, and we're talking about titties and you talking about spin, uh, spin the block. Oh, this is very good. Was that triggering for you? I, I'm, I, it ain't nothing triggering for me. I'm, <laughs> I'm just checking. I um, told you my application is pending. So, um, yeah, this is called Spin the Block by Raheem. Pour yourself something. Get comfortable. We are going to have a amazing podcast today. Um. We'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Clap, white people. Just now.
just hold it down for me. Need you to spin a block on me. Once I get home, oh, treat me like there's no end. Oh, baby, don't leave this on red. All the things I should have said. That was Spin the Block by Raheem. Uh, that is definitely, yeah, I, I definitely fuck with that slow jam vibe. That is, def- I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. That's all I do is listen to slow jams now. I'm telling you, man, um, slow jams, lo-fi. Lo-fi. Um, I'm also a big, uh, big band jazz. Ah, okay. And uh, bossa nova. So most of the time, like when I'm by myself or usually um, <clears throat> when I'm online playing Call of Duty with the guys or even if I'm soloing on Call of Duty, uh, I have just, you know, music that I would never listen to in any other facet of life from usually rappers that I don't even that I don't even know how to pronounce their names. Um, but lately it's so funny. I was just trying to catch a vibe. And, um, you know, Spotify will just, Spotify will just start playing whatever you had on last. Mm. And I was trying out the new, uh, man, let's see. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden, like my shit just started going real R&B and Euphonic and our homeboy Roy was like, you are the only nigga I know who has no problem dealing out tons of murder and blood and death on Call of Duty while listening to, like, Summer Walker. Like, what is wrong with you, dog? Absolutely. You got to express them feelings somehow. I mean, <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's how much y'all not listening to the current R&B. Because if you listen to the new Scissor album, it's probably quite appropriate for Call of Duty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all ain't listening to y'all ain't listening to Kill Bill. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Um, if you like anything you hear on this podcast, we have we have a, a playlist of everything you'll everything you've heard uh as a song of the week on Opinions Wild Black. Um 
is available on Spotify, is available on, I want to say, Apple. And I think now somebody started doing it on Tidal. Uh, I will not know the particulars of that because uh, I have never and probably never will have a title. Um, so uh, definitely get in on that. I'll, uh, I will circulate those links for people that are interested um, on the uh, Opinions While Black social medias. Uh, on to the rundown. Uh, sadly, we have a nice, uh, thick R&B, uh, R&B, R.I.P. section. Um, R.I.P. Pele. Pele, uh, the, the soccer legend, the, well, excuse me, the football, yes, uh, the football legend. legend. Um, Barbara Walters died. Okay. Um, I have to say... Barbara Walters was, I know that everyone's going to like, she was a legend. No. She was a, she was a fucking legend. Let me, she let was me, a white uh, woman. Let me, let me tell you something. That legend was the one, you have to realize who gave us a lot of key things. The interview, calling out people saying that you have no talent. You cannot sing. You cannot dance. What? Why are you, why, why are we, like, basically saying, why the hell am I interviewing you? <laughs> that was funny. You know, like, she literally asked this of the Kardashians, because we are still trying to, we're all asking ourselves this same goddamn question. Y'all cannot do shit. But she we, was doing, But I was going to go a little deeper and say she was doing, like, the no. JFK assassination and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what I'm, what the, what, what people are going to understand is, and this is the life we are at. Doesn't well, matter about the JFK. We're well, talking no, about the Kardashians right well, now. The, okay, that, but but it's the truth. It is because these kids are not going to understand. They're not going to understand, and they're not going to relate to, or uh, people are not going to be able to relate to the, 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 I, the I, an, I, an I, assassin, assassination well, that they didn't give a damn I about. What you're saying? Look, I just need to. I need to make it clear what? for the younger generation when we're talking about JFK, we are talking about Jenny Claudette Kardashian. <laughs> Just so they'll Google that shit. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is Jenny? I'm like, we're not on you Forrest are Gump. Stupid. You're so stupid. This is not Forrest and Jenny. We, he's we trying let Jenny to, go. He's trying to lure them into Googling JFK. <laughs> oh man, y'all ain't shit. But no, man. But no, seriously though, she really did. She is the reason why we have a lot of great. Um, anchors and a lot of women in a lot of women anchors. Um, if it wasn't for Miss Barbara Walters, so yeah, definitely rest in power, Barbara Walters. Definitely lived, definitely lived a full, um, productive, uh, legendary life. Uh, dying at like ninety three. Um, yeah, she she definitely paved the way for a lot of us. Um, and she just stopped working not too long ago. This is true. Um, she, so she don't, oh, she left it all on the field. She don't know us shit. Um, those are delicious. I'm sorry. I was stealing your candy. It's okay. Um, that's why I was letting her get her shit off. Oh, Kardashian. Yeah, sure. We replaced whiskey with some candy today. Yeah. It's true. It's a lot of this shit. Oh, it's God. a lot of this shit on the table. I should have, I should have brought refreshments. That's um, okay. Let's see. Um, Gangsta Boo died. 
Man. That's so sad. And at like, I think she, I think it was like 43. Mm-hmm. Mad young. Oh, man. If you're from the South, you, you know about Southern hip-hop. Gangsta Boo, we are definitely sad to see her go. Um, I did have, oh, um, I forgot which white it was, but uh, one of the Earth, Wind, and Fire whites died. Yeah. There's only a couple left. When? Like a couple days ago. Oh wow! Not the one. Not not uh not Maurice White. Because he's already gone. Oh, didn't he already die? He already died. Okay. Um, You're asking the wrong person right now. But give me a second. Google phone. Um, uh, Marie Pointer. Fred. Fred White. There you go. Um, died. Um, Marie Pointer from the Pointer Sisters died. Yeah, There's a lot yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, man. St- they started I mean, off the year I, like that. I, well, started off the year and ended the year because I, listen, I, I know this is not a time to be joking, but I have to say this. Um, does it like get like you make it all the way to the end? You know, it's three hundred sixty-five days in the year, and just be the last two days of that last day. You'd be like, "Fuck it, nah, man, I am not doing no more of this shit." You know, I always feel like they know something we don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just think about it. Betty White died last year. It's been a year Damn. that Betty White been gone, and she did the same. And Barbara gonna do the same thing. So the BWs, y'all, is gone. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel that's true. Because, like, you know, if you've been with somebody in, in their final days, right, mm-hmm. sometimes it's literally living is that motivation, right? Right. And when they say, okay, you know what, I'm I'm done with this, right? Like, mm-hmm. my, I remember my great-grandmother, she called her pastor. She was like, I know you on vacation, but I'm tired. So can yeah. you come back so you can do my eulogy? And he was like, but, but we on the phone. Mm-hmm. She was like, mm-hmm, when you get back? <laughs> <laughs> the, the exception to this... It's probably Kevin Samuels because that nigga just fucked with the wrong ancestors. Mm. He well, did. He was doing the stuff that he wasn't supposed to be doing. He did. He fucked with the wrong See, ancestors. I be seeing some stuff on a uh, spiritual TikTok where they be like, y'all want to pray to any of your mm-hmm. ancestors, and some of them hoes was petty, and they don't like you, right? <laughs> you can't just pray to all of them. Bam. Especially the ones with negative titties. <laughs> Oh my God! We not we not body shaming in 2023, and not on the main episode. They got to go to Patreon for that. <laughs> Negative titties is a good title. It is a good one. It makes you go. It makes you go click. Ooh. I can't do, I can't do that. The algorithms on social media gonna fuck me over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, be, so the I have to be very careful about those. Negative yitties? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, you want to know something? We gonna fit some boobs in there. Um. Not not to not to, you know, go off. Um I always feel rocky at the beginning of the year. Okay. You know, when you have like your RIPs and stuff. Um only because of what's gone on in my life. Okay. So I'm always like excited about the new year. And then like a couple days in, I always get really sad because mm-hmm. it's the anniversary of my brother. Mm-hmm. And I have to think about all that stuff and how much I can't stand white women and all that other bullshit just relives like you know sure fresh again but this year i did not do that nice but i have a reason i was gonna ask what was what's what's the difference this year we got i have a new life my niece was born 
Congrats. Yep. Auntie. So you're an auntie. I am a fucking auntie. Yes. Wow. Hey, I am auntie. somebody's fine ass fucking auntie Let's in these go. streets. <laughs> and she is amazing. And you know what? It had I I've experienced like new life, you know, friends, family, other family members, but to see my sister go through that stuff, and she's my baby sister, I'm just like Shout out to all the moms because God damn, like it won't be me. <laughs> um, won't we, be. The store is closed, gonna, fam. I'm, I'm going to take my. I'm going to take my time. Um, I know I, I I'm on a little time limit and everything, but like that's a whole. That's another strength. Like I ain't never. God, I am not your strongest soldier. Y'all can just go on and turn that little timer off for me. Store's closed. Oh. It is. The first time the the first time they start circulating them uh them plant whatever them the male plan B's or the male birth control shots or whatever it is, sign me right on up. I'll camp outside for that shit. I ain't, I ain't camped outside for shoes. I ain't camped outside for a movie. I ain't camped outside for a PlayStation. I ain't I ain't never camped outside overnight for shit. I bet I'll be I bet I'll be the first motherfucker at that door. He said he gonna hide beast for birth control. You ain't never lied. <laughs> if y'all if they and if they got merch, I'll buy every goddamn one of it. You damn right. The store is closed. You buying merch. Birth control merch. Let's go. I'm with it. BC merch. If Moderna, if if Moderna starts cranking out a Plan B, so if Johnson and Johnson comes out with a Plan B, no, 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 not Johnson and Johnson. Oh yeah, definitely not Johnson. Well, I'm just asking because you know, you know, they all fall in line. Everybody gotta have their own brand. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, but we stay away from that one. I'll say right now, (laughs) right now, I'm I'm just just asking. They got us with that powder, and you're not gonna get us again. Right I, I just, I was just after him. Moderna dropped that new shit. Be right in line. The only thing I've ever waited in line for before sunrise uh, was at the DPS so I could get my uh, ID renewed. That's it. I, I did that for Black Friday one time because we left the club at like 4.30 and I was like, hey, look, let's just go stand in line at Target. And then it turned out we knew some people there so, you know, it was fun. <laughs> Bought a TV too, but that's, you know. I guess technically I waited overnight for titties. Man, that is what? definitely worth technically. It's always a good. Yeah, I did. I guess I did. Wait, time. okay. Wait, 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 wait. Explain. Um, because, wait, I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep doing this, but I want you to explain, elaborate, because it's like four of us, <laughs> and I'm vibing enough for all four of us at the moment. Sure. But. Just want you to elaborate. Let's let's be like. I'm not a telling. An, I'm not telling another titty story on the main show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say a main not, titty. That, well, that's, I well, that's not true. That. I'm I not am. telling that titty story on the main show. Um, shout out to the Patreon. Shout out to Patreon. <laughs> I'm just helping. Oh, <laughs> uh, Demar Hamlin. Let's go. Let's go there. Oh wow! Wow! Whoa! 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 That was a weird segue, man. Like, whoa. <laughs> I, let's, I went from titties. That's true. He's recovering. Shout out to him. He is. I mean, I, I mean, it's either that or we talk about R. Kelly. Okay, well, shit. Okay. You know? All right. Thank you. 
So Let me just shut up. Demar Hamlin, um, my man, uh, safety for the Buffalo Bills, uh, took a nasty hit. This was Monday night, I guess. Monday yep. night football. Monday night football. Monday night football. Um, took a nasty hit. They were playing uh, the Bengals. The Bengals, and uh, he got up and he looked good for a minute, and he started and he started wobbling. And he and he he fell out. He collapsed completely on the field, and I believe we know we know now that his heart stopped, mm-hmm. and it took like they were, they were twenty minutes to resuscitate him. Right. Mm-hmm. When I say everybody from both teams was praying and crying and just holding on to hope that this man was okay, which is something I have very rarely seen in the history of football. Um, he was alive when they took him to the hospital. Um, they took a while to figure out what they were going to do. And they ended up uh, postponing that game. I just want to say a couple of important things on that note. A few important things on that note that I want to say. One, definitely praying for that man. Definitely praying for that man's family. That is hard to see play out on television. I, or better yet, I think they were there. Yeah. The were they there? His, his mom was there. At least. His mom and, was there. And his family, a lot of his family was at this game. That is that is impossible to watch play out in front of the whole fucking world. Yeah. That is one. Two. Let this be a lesson to all you niggas, and this is including myself, these jobs, even the multi-million dollar paying jobs, don't give a fuck about you. Because let me be very clear, the NFL did not postpone that game. Show nope. did not in its The people, not. the people, the players, everyone on Twitter, the viewers at home postponed that game. It took, it took people in a polarizing time like this, it took people unifying on a level that I have not seen maybe since Barack Obama got elected. And even then, it took people being on a unified front that I have never seen probably in the history of social media at least for them to say, okay, well, okay, fine. Fine, we'll do it another day. Because, I mean, I've never seen shit like this. By the time it happened, and by the time I was seeing it everywhere, I was like, well, let me see a video of what happened. Mm -hmm. Not realizing how serious it was. Let me see a video of what happened. Could not find it. Why? Because everybody was like, fam, take that shit down. Everybody. Everybody, take that shit down. That man's family don't need to see that. Take that shit down. That's nasty. I still haven't seen it, and I don't want to see yeah, it. I haven't seen it. And now, I, and now I realize it's, it's the severity not, of it. It's, it's not, not something that you want to see. It's, it's not something to see. I, I, no, I saw it. I saw it when it happened. Not, uh, and it's not something you want. To see. No, 
That's not a good. Mm-mm. You gotta tell me twice. Oh, and 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 to give you an, a a follow up in that same vein, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about the NFL did not call it off. Like you're talking about the players themselves on the opposing team. Right. The Bengals are there. I, I just read yesterday that there are still members of the Bengals who don't even want to play this week's game. Follow up because they're rough. still shaking up mentally from what happened on Monday. Mm-hmm. Now that they can get one good game pass out of that. They can get that, that initial game where it happened. They can probably get one more game. The reason I say that, that past that not going to happen. The NFL don't give a fuck. And they are not under any circumstances moving the Super Bowl. They're not. Oh yeah, no. never. They're not at all. They're not because that's a lot of people that bought those tickets. That's a lot of people that got that that took off. That's a lot of people that bought their hotels already. All that shit in a, the NF. So much money. First of all, so much money goes into getting the NFL into getting the Super Bowls any given place in America. So much and so much investment of that city goes into in preparation a year, two years in advance for the Super Bowl to happen in that city. All those greedy motherfuckers are not letting that date move. They're not. Oh yeah, capitalism. I'm not saying it's right, but um, but we know now that football is a cornerstone of American capitalism and greed. It's it's a primary example of how it works. They gonna make the motherfuckers march on that fucking field, guaranteed. They're going to, because that because that's one of the big deciding factors of who's going. I mean, who? How many well, games I mean, left like, do they have in the season, though? Well, okay, not so many. The, the reason why they they're they're on crunch time or whatever, and I know you want to bring up uh, something else later. So we'll talk about that motherfucker well, later. We'll put a pin in that, and yeah. I'll save my rant for that. Right. But this is now these games that they're having left are mm-hmm. the games that decide who goes to the big game right. in February. Mm-hmm. So we still have – they still have at least four more games because mm-hmm. we're talking about playoffs. We're trying to get to the playoffs. Um, I don't know what they're going to do in this situation. Um, I'll tell you what. I uh, personally, um, the only the last time I've seen a team not play behind something tragic was the Lakers when Kobe died. Yeah, that was the last time, and they didn't play for a minute. Well, there was that. Um, it was at least a few games during the pandemic. Didn't didn't a bunch of teams say they were gonna not play? I think that I remember was, that. That was the bubble. That, I mean, that was, was leading that into was, the bubble, though. That, yeah, yeah, that was the bubble. You're right. Yeah, that's not them. There was a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah, that's true. And that's an extreme situation. Sure. And I've had whiskey since then, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember all the details. But, um, but yeah, like, um, but Gans- out to Delmar, I like he is recovering. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he did write on the whiteboard. They said and asked it like when he woke up, did they win? Um, and which, that's a- which I, I mean, 
That's a big thing I, for both teams, though. Yeah, I, I get that, you know, people like to report, you know, the updates of people. But we don't need to know all the goddamn commentary of what happened, like, what the doctor is saying back, like you want, like I get it, like he did. He's alive. That's a big give deal. us the version he, that he you used would, Morse code with his left eye. Give us the version that family would that family would give publicly to their friends. Right, he's in good spirits. Yes, he's we don't talking. need to know that We're, you told him that he won the game of life. Because motherfucker, goddamn it, I asked you a goddamn question. Did we win or not? Because in probably in his head, he's not realizing that I I fell out. No motherfucker, I need to know if we going to Super Bowl or not. What he probably was thinking in his he is head. Not Lauren. He won the la, game la. Of he is no, not. no, no, no. I'm serious. I'm serious because that's how I take stuff like that. Because I'm not going to sit there and read what the doctor said. Fuck with the Damn doctors say doctors tell me doctors can tell you any goddamn. They tell me I'm obese all the time and I'm not. So there that's a thing. But <laughs> but what I was saying is there's a reason why someone asked if they won or not. It's not on some that's where I'm saying like there's good of this. Like he is doing a lot better. He's recovering. He's sure. He's able to. He wrote on a whiteboard. They were talking about he, this man's brain wasn't going to function because he was down so long. So it's good to see that someone is who had that tragic. They are actually still themselves, and it's like no hope has lost. They right. said the only other person that this happened to was in the NHL, yeah, and it was with a hockey puck. I do oh, vaguely shit. remember that. Ooh, I know that hurt. Um. Prayers to DeMar Hamlin. Prayers to his family. Uh, again, um, that's really the most important part. There are some, there are some peripheral aspects, you know, like, again, these jobs don't give a fuck about you. They don't. Even the multi-million dollars. They will do anything to remind niggas that no matter how much money you make, no matter how many endorsements you get, no matter how far you rise – as a public figure that kids look up to, you are still a boy to them. Yeah, I know. Donovan Mitchell put up 70 points. 71. 71 fucking points of one game of basketball. Kobe numbers. The next day, they tested this nigga for PEDs. Mm-hmm. The next day, they said this nigga, this nigga, <laughs> this nigga put on such a show. <laughs> Are you on crack? The Random. likes of which we Drug have test. It's got to be crack. <laughs> the likes of which we have never seen before, except maybe Kobe, Kobe and Wilt. And they that tested hasn't this. Been proven because nobody's seen this. But and they tested this nigga for PEDs. The next fucking day. I have never seen Tom Brady throw so many touchdowns that someone said he must be on drugs. They know he's he on drugs. He must be doing something of an illegal nature. They ain't got to wonder. They know. I'll say they ain't got to wonder. Mm-hmm. I have never seen Dwayne The Rock Johnson Bust so many heads at SummerSlam or whatever <laughs> that somebody said, we have to test that nigga. He's ODing. Never. Never. I've never seen. And I, and I say Dwayne The Rock Johnson because 
yes, he is of color. However, <laughs> I won't go into I won't go into that rant. He's but a however, racial girl. <laughs> I have never seen Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning kick so much ass in football that somebody said they must be doping. Oh yeah, absolutely. Never. And they tested Donovan Mitchell a day later. That is an insulin. And again, it is a display of that no matter how high no, no matter how how high you rise in in sports entertainment as a black man, with the exception of maybe LeBron, and even then they try to they try to bust LeBron's balls about something. They will remind you that you are still a boy in this league. Oh, they do that to 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 all of them. They don't give a fuck, boy, and they don't and they don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about it, because they didn't do it quietly. Nah. Fuck out of here, man! I'm telling you, uh, we talk bad about ESPN and and Fox Sports, how they trash organizations. They are a reflection of the culture that they are covering. So my question is. So they tested him. Then, then he um, was he taking anything? No, no. It's Donovan Mitchell. He just that fucking cold. Well, I'm I'm just asking because like, <laughs> shit. It's Donovan Mitchell. I, I, don't, I, I don't think he's all that I, shit. I, I am, it's not I, like he's Lance Armstrong. No, I, like I, like I'm I'm just asking because you're you had a pain. You know what? If somebody does not know or no one's following, well, I'm that's just fair. Trying to, yes, okay, that's fair. You're right. No, no, for the context of the the list, like explain. Like I'm I I've, I've noticed that lately. I don't know if it's just me getting in my old age and stuff. I'm not super old or nothing, but um, when people say stuff and like I'm like. For what? And they're like, they just keep going on. I'm like, can you, ele- God damn it, start. Like, I'm not understanding, like, the subject. Like, I get your context. What's the subject? Like, you know, sometimes you got to just elaborate. What you talking about? See? <laughs> <laughs> um, Leading into some, at least some upbeat news, because a lot of this is, like, pretty much all the sports is a downer. Um, the what? All, All the, the sports sport shit, shit, it's a downer. All the sports shit, oh, okay. it's a downer. Um, in lighter news, uh, we because we missed this over the break. Tory Lanez is going to prison. Yay! Um, Woo. it was the People versus Daystar Peterson, and Daystar Peterson fucking lost. Was it the People? He lost the game of life. So, damn. <laughs> what? That is a whoa. Sorry. So, mm. the and, and the thing is, all this debating about Tory and whether Tory shot Meg or whether Kelsey shot Meg. When it turns out, when you look at what he was actually being charged for, he was always going to go to fucking prison. That man was not allowed to have a gun in his hand. At all, period. That's which nonetheless is, in his position. Correct, which is why he made the text message to Kelsey or whoever. I can't get. I can't catch. I can't catch a gun charge right now because Question. he already in some bullshit. Yes. Okay. You know they released the call from prison. I did not listen to the call because well, I no, wasn't no. ready to hear that. I, I'm not. I I didn't give. I'm not even worried about what he was saying. But listen, this is. 
I know he about, you know, half an inch. Him little. Yes, I know that. Um, He about half an inch anyway. So I don't know how he reached up to the phone to make his phone call out. <laughs> By the way. And on the top of that, like, that was your first phone call? On top of that, I just, I got so many questions. That was your first phone call. Then, sir, um, how did you reach up to dial the numbers? <laughs> then, don't you hear it say, this call may be monitored or recorded. And you fucking gave out information on a monitor and recorded line. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, it's because your They elevator. were in the next room for that shit. The elevator don't go up that high. It had to be. Obviously not, because he won't let his hair go. <sighs> like, something, you can't trust somebody like that. That is a legendary ball spot. Like, but even still, it's like, I call it a reverse Stephen. A. The Smith. crazy thing about all the things that they presented to us, that phone call was released in 2020. Mm-hmm. We heard, well, Twitter had heard that phone call and they said, we don't know what he's talking about. And then it went away because it That's became true. evidence. Right. And now people are like, oh, it leaked. No, we all, I mean, when I say we all, I mean black Twitter. We, black Twitter. we heard it. It was so not a new thing. And, if, we, and again, if, I have to go back. If, and I have to go back. When you realize what this nigga was charged for, mm-hmm. he was always going to prison. What was he charged for exactly? Discharging a firearm. Okay. He absolutely possession. discharged a well, firearm. No, no, I'm not, of, I'm not saying he did. Possession of uh-huh. and discharging. And um, something about safety or whatever, irresponsible. Right, right. uh, recklessly brandishing yeah. a firearm. Okay. In other words, so, he was not charged. For shooting, for shooting Meg. Meg. Right. Like, and that, I think that's one of the interesting things that people get twisted in that. Exactly. And you see, it's like you when see you talk now about, we're potting. See, you know, there you go. It's just one of those things like, you know, you go back and what were the conversations of why was Meg lying about this? Why was that? Da, 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 da. And, and one of the first you, things that came out was like, hey, you know, he's still a black man and she was trying to look out. She didn't. She wasn't the one that pressed charges. It was it's the, the state. state. It was the state. That's Correct. what I'm saying. It's the state, and so you give you made all this back black backlash on a black woman. Oh my God, say that tongue twisted. But um, well, she's a liar. She lied to protect your short king. Yes, she shouldn't have. But that's she should only, not have. That's the only no. thing she shouldn't have done. On top of, I mean, it's just it, you can dissect all these different things. But then you say that you told me the charge. But when you're talking about the evidence that y'all brought up, why does her sex life have anything to do with? It has absolutely nothing to do with What a firearm. And they keep saying that she admitted to having an intimate relationship when, okay. but It doesn't doesn't matter. But that doesn't mean that they had sex. I'm still not hearing where she said they had sex. I I don't understand. Even if we had sex, (laughs) motherfucker, you can't release a firearm. We can say, we can say, we, we understand that because we, we have brains, but just, okay, let's go with that argument. Let's go with the argument. Cause when the baby said it, she was like, so, so if she was, if she was so ready to admit that, then why would she not just do the same thing with Tori? She said, no, if anything, I, you know, again, doesn't matter, but Is if, it, we're, if we're going with the logic of the incels, it still doesn't make him fuck, make any fucking sense. All the, the him littles, all the him littles, all the him littles. Blue did not approve the bill for rock nation to have any sway. Right. She did not approve none of that. Like stop implicating them. 
Another funny thing about this case that has really nothing to do with the context of the case and has nothing to do with guilt or innocence, has nothing to do with Megan Stallion. I learned a funny thing that I never knew about, that I never knew in the course of this case, that not only is Tory Lanez named Daystar Peterson, which I already mm-hmm. knew, mm-hmm. his father. I had to find out this was his father because I was convinced that that nigga put on a that that that, that nigga put on a, a gray beard. He escaped and tried to escape. <laughs> you talking about Sunstar? Is named Sunstar Peterson. Was well, he a son or a star? Sunstar. He's a dummy. This is what he is. He's a peanut head ass dummy. Well, then, and it all makes sense because their cousin is Morningstar. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. His cousin is the devil. Yeah. In ten years. In 10 years, <laughs> every other nigga we know son's going to be named T'Challa. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I They've been it. looking. They've been looking for some for some re- halfway reasonable pop shit to name their children. I because would. in the absence, we get Daystar, Sunstar, and Morningstar. And nigga, the, in we, 10 years. We got years, Khaleesi's in, um, Daenerys. and Daenerys is out mm-hmm. there. We sure do. I Are you call, fucking kidding me? I call yeah. you a liar, but no. Khaleesi was a popular name at one point um, when she was at the peak of her um, white woman superiority. Well, I'll give you that because I do remember somebody did name their kid Luke Skywalker back in the day, so I guess, I guess that kind of makes one sense. Of my Shout out to Two Crew. One of my coworkers tricked his wife into naming his kids after like bounty hunters in Star Wars. She just said yes, and then you know. You don't get, if, if you don't get little, <laughs> okay. don't get little Boba Fett the fuck out of my face. Wait, wait a second. You know, that might be Reason so, enough to have a kid just so I could have like a Django Fett pain. Uh, I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. So does that mean like the Karen, the people are not, are no longer naming their child like Karen anymore? No, you still. There, have all, some there will always be Karens. There will always be Karens. There will always be Hillarys. There will always be uh, Britneys. But I don't with varying a, with varying amount of T's. For some reason, when I think of Hillary, I don't think of a white woman. Because you, you grew up on the Fresh yes. Prince. Mm-hmm. I, Daddy, I need $300. Exactly. Then, <laughs> for me, for me, it's literally 50-50 because my mom loved her son, Hillary Rodman Clinton. She loved her son of her. Our generation did. I have to say. I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm I, not I, proud I, of I, it. I, I, see, I mean, like, I see that, too, but I don't think of that. I mean, I also, um, Lizzie McGuire, you know, Hillary Duff, like, all oh, that yeah. kind of shit. But still, I don't associate that name with Hillary, just like I don't yeah. associate, like, if you if someone were to say, like, Ashley. No, I associate <laughs> Ashley with Ashley Banks. God damn it. Like, <laughs> I associate Or that. the oh. Ashleys from Recess. No, when I hear the name <laughs> Ashley, I think a demon. <gasps> what? Yeah. All Why? Ash- all Ashleys are bad people. What? <laughs> oh shit! I don't think so. Well, then that says more about you. I, I don't think so I did, because did. I'm an well, Ashley. Oh. I did. Date That's well, why. Of I course, an Ashley would say that. No, I did. but well, I, you know, I'm I did. Not, I I'm did not date a Ash- demon at all. I did date an Ashley that was a terrible person. <laughs> Maybe. Now that I think about it, you know, I did date an Ashley that was a terrible person. That's like um, someone assuming. Like, I go to ridiculous lengths for big titties. <sighs> Me too. Look. Because she did. I'm not going to say anything. All I'm saying. Incriminating. And, and I'm not even going to say that people end up where they belong because she did a lot of wrong back in the day. I will say <laughs> that her and her husband Sorry. live in a correctional facility. Because it's cheaper. Because he's a, he's a correctional officer. 
and they oh, live I was about on, to say, wait a minute, Oz. Wait, are they are, are they apparently apparently <laughs> it's only like three hundred dollars a month or something to live in a correctional facility if you're it, for rent if you're you know if your spouse is a correctional officer. Okay, I'll say he's not all, that cheap. First of all, um, <laughs> you know, I really like my work life balance. Yeah, exactly. I'm, we can't get off the grounds Answer after eight of, o'clock. That's a bunch of men. What if I wanted Whataburger? Right at eleven. She mad and she mad. She a pothead. She can't. She gotta. She gotta walk all. The, she gotta walk miles and oh, miles. Oh no, smoke. motherfucker! I can't even have my shit. Oh no, <laughs> nigga, no. We can. We cannot. How much is it? Just, the indifference. I can go to work, motherfucker. I don't, I don't give a. You you cheap bastard. Your ass is so goddamn cheap. You want to pay three hundred dollars instead of we could go up the road and pay six hundred more dollars because it ain't that much goddamn difference. Let me tell you something. I don't wish ill on exes anymore because it's just not productive no it doesn't it's not good for your soul however the boomerang will come back. we all end up where we belong they say mm-hmm. hell is up they say hell is other people her hell is having to walk miles and miles in a fucking field by the interstate just to smoke weed. Time out. You know, I, I just, why do you assume that she has to walk does she not have a car she's expressed this She's expressed this. I don't imagine they have a car. I won't, I'm, I'm not going to pocket watch them on air, but I, I don't imagine they have a okay, car. Okay, press pause. Um, this is an ex, and you are very up to date. Oh, I heard this recently. I heard all of oh, this. Oh, I was about to say, you're like on current events. Because, like, wow. because I ran into somebody from the old days, and they were just asking me, oh, if you talk to so-and-so, oh. if you talk to so-and-so. Oh, they oh they work here. Oh, they work there. It okay. wasn't like I was just going out oh, looking for information oh, about the I ex. was no. trying to figure out what was what was going on. Zone. But yeah, I, I I I they volunteered that information. Um, I'm very happy that she's where she belongs. She's a terrible person. Um, you know, some people just have terrible experiences. Right. That's also true. Like that's I, that's I, also true. I I had a a a bad Ashley experience. And I got when it got to the what is this? Wait, wait, I'm getting there. Don't take it personally. I'm just oh my god! When I am. I am. I need to take my ass home. When I got to the peak, because look, I got people who was there. I say this. This not. They know the the mayhem that was caused at this time. And when it got to the peak of it, I told her. I was like, "Look, I don't know what you're gonna do with your life." I can no longer help you, but I will tell you, you're not going to be in my house anymore. Oh, shit. Now, once you figure your life out mm-hmm. and you outside of my house, we can go back to actually being friends. But we're not going to be friends, cordial or anything while you are still in my house. So you wow. need to fix that by the end of the month. And it was well, I have this lined up, or I've got this other job coming, or this, this, that. And I was like, nah, I, I don't know we, what that means. We, what I'm so telling this you, by person was of, not dependable. Uh, it was just, my house was a halfway house for five years. Oh, God. I, I, I remember those good old days. Helping different people who were <laughs> on the cusp of something. <laughs> and the homeless shelter. That was, was a patriarch. You should have filed it on your taxes. Man, it was, it was really a lot of like, you know... <laughs> I'm not filing that on my taxes. 
But I mean, it wasn't charity. But like, I was hoping a lot of people who were on the cusp of something mm-hmm. moved through. And in some of those situations, like unfortunate circumstances happen, right? That happened this in one of her cases. Un- unfortunate circumstances happen. And there's only so much that I can do when you are also creating this environment okay, around. So you, someone, you basically encountered someone that you, you were trying to apply them, apply help, but they didn't want to accept help. Or they want to accept help, but they didn't want to do the work. They wanted to, to accept to, help on their terms. Oh, they wanted to be a wife. Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay. That, so so again, that is going to wrap. Like, like, again, what I'm saying, you you wanted to help someone who didn't want to help themselves. Ultimately. So that is going to wrap up this week's segment of Ashley's are terrible people. <laughs> okay. So like, <laughs> I, not all Ashley's except the one at our table. <laughs> we love and appreciate the Ashley. At our well, table. the, well, the reason why I say that is because I was an Ashley that I used <laughs> It's you, funny. You're a reformed Ashley? No, nah, no. I mean, I'm not. I've been the person that was, like, fluent, that was taking in all these people. I should have been able to claim these motherfuckers on my goddamn taxes mm-hmm. because I was helping them, okay. like, for real. We're not, we're not going to awaken but, the story of the homosexual. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's okay. not even that. That's not even. That's just That's just a part. Like, that's just talking about helping people okay. in life. I know that's because I, I know that's triggering for you. No, no, it's. Like, that's another thing that people need to understand. Like, just, like, there's other things that encounter. That's fair. And it's not always when someone brings up one, it's that. Yeah. Uh, but there's just, when you help people who don't want to be helped or those people who are lazy, that's a problem in this world, and you enable everyone. That's fair. Ultimately. That's fair. And then that's where you get... The people who say, "Oh, I hate these type of people because all you did like those." Right. They've you. You just got somebody who was just enabled, ultimately. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this. I was gonna save it for Patreon, but fuck it. Uh, surviving R. Kelly. I did not know until let's see, today's Saturday. I did not know until yesterday, no, day before yesterday, that there was a surviving R. Kelly three. I had forgotten there was a, a, a surviving R. Kelly, too, just because I tapped out because I couldn't take all that trauma. They touted surviving R. Kelly 3 as the final chapter uh, because it's covering, like, the court case. Unbeknownst to me, because the court case happened so quickly, the court case was just as batshit crazy mm. as every other part of the story of R. Kelly basically maintaining a criminal enterprise while fucking underage girls. Mm-hmm. Um, This shit was insane. I mean, it was insane right off the top. First of all, we've been through so much of this surviving R. Kelly shit that R. Kelly's brother that they were always interviewing in prison is out of prison. Oh, wow. Let's... Bruce, so Bruce out and the other one in. Seriously. One Kelly brother is out. And the other one's in. The other one is now in. And ain't getting out. And that was that already was blowing my mind that he walked in a, a studio situation, dressed up in his finest uh 
job interview straight out of prison clothes. Man had the Kango on. I was like, he he gonna get that job. He gonna get that court order job. And so uh that was I knew already it was gonna be batshit crazy. Yep. Talking about the trial. Uh, anybody who kept up with leading up to the trial remembers that there were at least three young girls that were highlighted that had fallen in hook, line, and sinker with this R. Kelly cult. I call it a cult because that's how cult leaders do. That had fallen in with this R. Kelly cult. Mm -hmm. One of them, most notably, Joycelyn, Mayor, I don't know. Is that true? Does she, is she pregnant? No. Okay. Was not pregnant. But it publicly was like may or may not be pregnant by this man. That that math don't math. So I was mm -hmm. pretty sure that wasn't true. But she is at large. It, did I get that I right? She's like. I thought at, you said she wasn't pregnant. She's not pregnant. Sir. What? Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. <laughs> and time out. <laughs> no, she so the story came out and it's just I don't I don't know what their you know, what's the whole concept behind posting a baby that's not yours and calling it his. Wait, wait, wait. She's posting a baby? That's where this came from. It was an Instagram post. And it said the baby's name and last name's Kelly. And everybody like, wait a minute. That math ain't math. Mm. That nigga been locked up. They're not married. You can't see him. Got it. Okay. Okay. Now that I think they sense. made that shit up so she could see him. So. Then. Wait, wait, what? How would that even work? It can't. <laughs> so like if you're a baby so like if you're a baby mom's and you're like officially his baby mom's you can't see him? No. Okay. So I'm just so now I'm I'm wrong. Now, I, I, don't, I stand corrected. I don't I like I don't like okay, I'll say I don't know. I know Texas prison system mish rules. Sure. But that nigga is not in no state situation. Where he can do that. He okay. is in a federal situation and also at the true. at the rate of your charges. I don't give a damn if it's your damn seed. Baby, yeah, you you're not gonna it. be able to see nobody. So the other thing that that so the other thing that fucked me up mm -hmm. was that there are a there is a a legion of middle aged women across America, like a group chat, like that are actively supporting R. Kelly's freedom. That yes. called that called themselves. What? what was it? The syndicate or the the? the they have a name. Yeah. Yes, yes. There's a name. They, they call themselves name. like the the revelation, the syndicate, some shit. They are a they are a, a large group chat of people that still fuck with R. Kelly. Well, you see, the day that he got convicted, they they made Daystar a petition to free him. Mm -hmm. See, that's <laughs> twice as baffling because that nigga's music don't even slap. His music is not that good. It's not. It's ten niggas that sound like him that can actually sing. So, um, do we know what it was called? Do we? It's something. It, I forgot what it's called. Go ahead. The click. The click. The syndicate. The 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 unit. Give me a second. Some shit. 
And so that fucked me up right there. Mm-hmm. And they hang out outside the courthouse with the with the press. Wait, wait, they're showing up too? This isn't just a group chat? This is not, no, no, no okay, they are so really showing up. I, I, like I protesters. Got, I'm going to give you some clarity and I'm going to go back to the chapter two. Like a Discord chat. Right, but I'm going to go back to chapter two. One of the victims that testified in the court in the case now used to be one of these members because she, when he got, was he was going on trial the first, back in the day, was outside with a sign, right. and he targeted her, targeted her then. And now she's testifying, and that's how she broke her NDA, and that's how all this shit started, because she talked to the BuzzFeed oh, reporter. And there are, and there are like mm-hmm. a 50 million hundred other women a part of this same conglomerate who saw that play out and did not take the hint. Mm-hmm. That is disturbing. That is too. You, look, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to process, but I understand like this is the danger of cultural icons and charismatic leaders. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's literally the fundamental aspect of Dune. Ha, I want to throw some sci-fi shit in there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hype I'm kind of hype about Dune in 2023. Yeah, yeah, me me too. But the thing is what most and, and what most people miss in the concept is that the main character is not the hero. He is the protagonist story driver, but he is not the hero. He mm-hmm. is actually the fallacy. They and haven't gotten is, there yet. Yeah, but it's the got there, but I, yeah, I read it. I got you. So that's that's the the underlying issue that ends up happening is you 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 have someone that you align to, Trump, whatever. You have this cult that grows up around it, and I am just baffled that you can literally see the exact experiences that someone has gone through. You can see the evidence put out in front of you. Someone that was right they, where you are, and then you decide, no, 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 this person is still right. This person that's still creepy. deserves to be. That's creepy. At this, that's that's. And also, this criminal enterprise went way deeper than anybody's really talking about, because this nigga had a this nigga had a dude that had grew up with him, that had his back, that was wait for it Chicago PD. So he and turned the other, like, and uh-huh. turned the other way on a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's it's. So this is like one of them like. Like it, 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 it's so bad. This this final chapter, like you thought you knew everything that is bad of R. Kelly. You thought you, you thought heard you the kn- stories. You thought you saw the tapes. No, 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 no. When you they are sitting every- there describing what, what the doing? victim did, like there was one girl. They said. I mean, we don't need the descriptions, but it's. It, I'm not. I can't. I can't even tell you the in detail of it, but it's just simply from a position. Yeah. And the stuff that you're verbally, like you're not only physically abusing them, you're mentally abusing them. And then you're holding them captive. Like they're slaves. Like you're some type of higher person, but I want to know where in the fuck you got in your goddamn head that that was okay. Who the fuck did that enough to you? And you still thought that you were better. And all of this, which I like, I didn't want to believe it at first. I was like, wow, like no one, who couldn't, 
how could how could somebody do that? Why can't you just get up and just say, no, fuck you, I'm leaving? Like, bitch, like you- Stockholm syndrome? Yes. I'll do you one worse. I'm gonna add on to what she said. Do you one worse? I don't like the fact that the hairdresser, a couple other people that were facilitating him pulling these girls into this thing. All the ones I saw were dark skinned. Were dark skinned, regular looking chicks that were pulling R. Kelly, that were helping R. Kelly pull in these racially ambiguous and light skinned chicks. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that at all. So there was a lot of colorism involved. With Lots of it. And I'm not saying and, and I'm not saying it was only light skinned girls that got fucked up over this. But no, 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 a lot no. of the it, people it, that seem to be facilitating seem to be these dark skinned chicks that presumably R. Kelly would not fuck. Well, okay. So I, I mean, there, there's, there, there was so many different that cre- things. That, that fucked me up. I but like the that. amount of, okay, so then think about the amount of tapes that, so if you want to be technical, how he really is, how he really got caught is because the motherfucker recorded himself doing every single act. Everything. That's why he's locked up. Because not only did somebody say something, but there's a fucking tape. Tape number fucking 101 is victim 15. Like, which is why I'm not. It's, what, it's, it's that bad. Which is why I don't understand why everybody, why he was so surprised that there were tapes out in the ether. Mm-hmm. You had a whole, you had a whole lockbox closet full of them. The oh. fuck are you talking about? Wow. They're scattered all over the but, planet like some damn Dragon Balls. I think the whole thing is a lot of the women that you were talking about, like the hairdresser, Mm -hmm. all of them were so scared because they just assumed no one would believe them because (laughs) he got fucking money. I'm just, I just braid his motherfucking hair. I'm just the background dancer. I'm just this person or that, or enough people didn't know how to speak up. Um, but one thing I did know in the chapters that I was kind of like bothered, some of the ones that they talked about in the earlier chapters, that they were, they were older women. They yeah. weren't young. Yeah. They were kind of mad that they weren't on the victim, like the Jane Doe list. And it's right. like, sweetheart, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's adding on to the fuel to the fire, but obviously we can't get him for doing shit to adults. You got to I mean, get him for can. doing. That's well, the problem. You can. Apparently, Here's, no, that's not. Obviously, they didn't because they took they out can't all get him of for them. those things. The problem is, and this is something that the R. Kelly story has enlightened us to. Sex trafficking isn't isn't one is not about just minors. Two, it is not about. Is not just about niggas driving around and snatching up your and snatching up women, like you do in the movies. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's coercion, it, it's mm-hmm. manipulation. Correct. Mm-hmm. I know somebody who, um, she just fell off the grid for like a week, and she had been, it just turned out she had been kicking it with these with these chicks that turned out to be uh, sex traffickers, or, or that happened to be that happened to be coerced into this situation where they go out to bars, they go out. This is when uh, the Super Bowl was in town that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
maximum sex it, trafficking it, time. It, but when, it's, when they were it's talking about the especially here, especially here in Houston, though, it's really bad. It's really bad. And then, like, uh, I had a friend. She talked about on her Instagram story that how these girls don't realize it's okay to go to a bar by yourself. It's okay, but realize what you're intaking, how much you're consuming. And don't get too fucked up that you can't figure out your surroundings. Uh, I've had had a situation where it's like, okay, I'm trying this whole independence where I go out to bars without people. mm -hmm. And so uh, there's a guy at the bar. First of all, he had an ankle monitor on. (laughs) He pulls out a whole bunch of money. And I'm just like, I'm really just Mm -hmm. here to chill. But, you know, I don't want to make it awkward. So I started talking about anime. So that's one of the good things about being a nerd. I'm talking about anime to this hood nigga. He's like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck's going on? Yo, do you want to drink? Mind you, we are leaned up against the bar, right? <clears throat> His homeboy comes from the opposite side of the bar with a shot, a pink shot. He's like, yeah, let's take a shot. I'm like, where did that come from? Oh, our table over there. I don't see no table. We are at the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, and you bringing me a shot that didn't come from, from the, the bar? bar? Right. I'm not drinking that. I need to see the bartender pour that. Please, thank you. Mm-hmm. And you go and buy me a shot. And it's just something as simple as that. I also wanted to get on real quick before we before we uh, go into the um, last leg of the show. Um, not related to R. Kelly. Dana White was on camera. For those of you, Dana White, yeah, who was the head of UFC. UFC. Dana White was on camera beating, um, apparently being violent with his wife. Um, and not a goddamn thing has happened or is going to happen. And Nobody has said shit about it. Um, on top of that, Javante Take Davis apparently uh, jumped on his uh, baby moms and got arrested for it. Now, she has since recanted under some kind of, I don't know, some dubious circumstances, some strange circumstances apparently. She has recanted this story, and not a lot of people are buying it. Had not only did nobody say shit about this man jumping on that girl, he's fighting tonight. Like this happened within a week. Like if that were any other sport, are you surprised though? Well, just give me. Let me cook. I, I got you. I got you. In any other sport, he'd have had to sit down. He'd have had to sit down. And I get part one of the reasons why he's not sitting down, which is because boxing. Any one, any one match, so much money goes in and out of that. So much money goes in and out of the promotion because these are like months in advance. So much money goes into the promotion. So much money goes into getting celebrities there. So much money goes into advertising, so forth and so forth, mm-hmm. to get a boxing match off the ground. Money trumps all again. Money trumps all again. But I also feel like part of it is the expectation. The expectation, because Lala just said it. Are you surprised? And, the re- I, and, the, and, and, and I say that I'm not to be rude or anything. No, no, it's no, no, just no. because the amount of player, like we're talking about a different, you're talking about a fighter, but in, in the other leagues, they don't give a fuck. You look at all the NFL players and what they've done to their wives, girlfriends. Fuck Ray Lewis. I mean, had Ray Rice had to sit down. Uh, yeah, but Ray Lewis was on a fucking murder case. And Ray Lewis <laughs> had to sit down. But, okay, I'll give you one. 
Antonio Brown's ass ain't had to sit down. No, we haven't decided. We, I haven't decided what the fuck's going on. He has. He didn't Brown. have to sit down. He didn't. Uh, have ben Roethlisberger. That's empty. Um, ben Roethlisberger. Ben, <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. He, he didn't have to sit out like 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 the black players for shit. Like, well, that's Ka- Kaepernick was out longer for for being nothing. ass uh, or to them to right, the world. Sure, sure. It being an ass. But this man was doing porn. Like, so it's just, it just is, you know, it's not about what you know, it's who you know. Well, that too. But also, it seems like the expectation, because this isn't, because this isn't new. Because there have been other fighters. I keep up with you with MMA. There have been other fighters that got caught up being violent with their spouses, that have been violent with people in public. And... Nothing gets said about it. I think the and I think we have to undo this overall perception that because they are in a combat sport, the expectation is that they can be combat in interpersonal interactions. Correct. Is that they're going to be violent out in the world, out in life. And because I haven't heard of anybody having to sit down or even have any repercussions um for being violent out in the world outside of maybe Adrian Broner got banned from Uber that one time. Uh, what a dumbass! And and it sucks because one, the expectation of people, and maybe some of the thrill of watching these sports, kind of devolves these people to animals and to monsters. You're talking about sports in general. I'm talking about combat fighters? sports in combat particular. Sports. Got it. Um, because if Dwayne Wade pulled some shit like this, there would be repercussions. So just bring back gladiator days. That's what it seems like. It seems it, it's it seems like a thing where, and I, the reason I bring it up is because it took Dana White for anybody to say anything, and that's because it's Dana White, and that's already up at the top of the tree. Right, he's already at the he's already one of the biggest niggas in combat sports. The biggest nigga in combat sports. And it took it being him for anybody to say anything at all. And nobody's going to say anything past that. He's going to be at, he's going to be at the next fight night. As not worried happened. about a fucking thing. So then. And that's peak nasty to me. What, what, what is the, the, the cultural catalyst change? Like, what do you think that needs to happen to make that awareness I have perception no, change. I have no idea, man. Because we, we already talk about a lot in terms of how men should carry themselves, right? Yeah. And we already talk about what expectations are. But then what does that translate to in terms of the expectations, like you said, of combat fighters? Because all of a are you surprised? <laughs> right. I And I don't know what has to change. And I, there's got to be, like... Like with football, people are already looking at football different because of what we know about CTE. People are going to be looking at football differently going forward because of what we saw from DeMar Hamlin. So what needs to happen? A seemingly healthy athlete. I'm going to say this because this was something that was said the other day. Um, Whoopi said it on The View about everyone, we can all know this stuff. But it's ultimately up to that that person if they're going to play or not. You yeah. can tell them 
you're not going to play sure. and they're still going to play because of whatever passion or whatever love it is. So you, you it's just kind of like um, with the vaccines and stuff, we can tell people all these different things that it may cause you. And this is going to, these are the side effects, but people are still going to do what they're going to do. Right. You right. know, and it's no, it, it, you have to say, even with, when it comes to actions, this particular person is a fighter and he knows that he has a big fight coming up with it could make him millions of dollars. But did that stop him from acting out and putting his hands on his wife? Of course not. So are you surprised they're going to like, no, they're going to, they're, Hit them in their pockets, but shit, they don't want to be hitting their pockets. And it's hard to hit these these multi million billion dollar. You see, it took thirty years for them to take down R. Kelly. Being poor don't stop somebody's anger issues. It don't. <laughs> they, niggas get. You could be rich. Yeah, you could be rich, poor. You know, middle class. You anger is anger. It don't discriminate. Which is I, why you need to go to anger management. And I think that I and I think there needs to be more emphasis psychologically, like for for example, because for the most part, um, with boxing, when you're a trained boxer, when you're a registered boxer with the uh, with whoever, in a lot of states, you're considered a deadly weapon. Your fists mm-hmm. are considered a deadly weapon. I don't know what exactly the rules are for MMA because. Um, there's a there the fast track to getting it to getting an MMA is a lot different. Yeah. I feel like if you have a license as a professional fighter, then it pretty much is the same thing where you are a weapon and you can't just be out here beating on folks. So with that, I think they if told, you told, I forgot who it was, it was some fighter that was big known. I want to say it was Floyd or probably some, Floyd. I imagine somebody put. Yeah, it was Floyd because he was pregnant. Some one of the girls was pregnant, and she was talking about how he was so abusive, and that's when I learned about his hands being lethal. Right, like you cannot do that. There's so, just just like even a police officer. Correct. I know that they think I, that they're above the law. I was just law. going to that. Keep going. Do you think you're above the law? But you're not above the law, motherfucker. So like, right there. Mm-hmm. Right there. You just leaning right into my point. With police, every time you discharge, and, and I know that's not a great example because they get away with shit, but every time you discharge that firearm, yep. they make you sit down and talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time you discharge that firearm, you have to sit somewhere, even if, I mean, even if it's bullshit, you have to sit somewhere and explain yourself. You have mm-hmm. to sit somewhere and talk to a licensed psychiatric professional. Mm-hmm. I think with these motherfuckers, there needs to be more oversight in that regard. And every time you dis, and every time you have to fight somebody, every time it, because there's a lot of those those training camps, yeah, go for two and three months leading up to a fight. Right. All you're thinking about, you're in, and I know how some of these trainers are. So every time, so every time you're in the gym, five days a week, six days a week, they have you in there doing gym wars where it's just niggas trying to knock your fucking head off, which. I have a whole other, this is not a sports podcast or a boxing training podcast, but I have a whole other rant about how often <laughs> they send these motherfuckers in, in during training instead of fundamentals getting their fucking heads knocked off and then they wonder why they have brain damage. But I digress. In that three months, that two or three months of camp, your ass ought to be it. Your ass ought to be somewhere sitting down 
for therapy. All you're thinking about is knocking a motherfucker's head off. You have to look at this motherfucker talking shit on TV. You have to listen to this motherfucker talking shit on these podcasts. You have to listen. You have to see a motherfucker, a campaign against you every day. Every fucking day. And there's somebody in your ears telling you to do the same shit to that nigga. Yeah, yeah. Right up to the minutes before the fight where you have to weigh in, where y'all have to sit there and look at and stare at each other for the fucking cameras. And you telling me that them motherfuckers shouldn't have to sit down and talk to somebody? This is why black women say we need fucking therapy. Look at what we expose ourselves to. How many black women, how many black women MMA fighters do you know of? Black women MMA fighters? Black women MMA fighters. How many? Very few. Very few, right? First of all. It's not like nobody, but very few, if any. I I, I can only remember like one. But okay, so you need you need to get help. You need to talk to somebody no matter what your profession is. I well, I mean there's that, sure. But but I say that because, like the backlash that you get as even just being a human being, like you can like I pulled myself off of Facebook for nine months because of this shit because I got tired of just like it may not have been attacking me but just reading shit and just people are just fucking cruel and yeah. it affects you by you know you got to watch what you listen to what you read what you're what you're intaking for yourself mm-hmm. and that'll help your mind as well if you're always listening to negativity then you're gonna start being negative or all this backlash will happen you know right. um you should listen to opinions while black because we'll tell you to drink your water and your whiskey um, I think we can go ahead and put a pin in right there. We'll be right back with more foolishness and fucker. Y'all know what it is. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. Clap white people. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated, and we are actually all hydrated. Yes. I'm excessively yeah. hydrated. We're st- I was going to say, we are starting off 2023 uh, correctly. Everybody's skin looks great. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's uh, just because I only show my face. I have a, I have a routine now. I'm, 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 I'm that Is person. skincare routine popping? I've turned, in, I've turned into a 30-year-old millennial girl. So. <laughs> Soft life. <laughs> oh yeah, I have two I, different joints that I put on my shit. My mother sells Mary Kay, so she oh just Lord. so hey. she just she just puts my money places. She just oh I oh your 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 sunscreen is in. I didn't order any sunscreen. Yeah, it's in here. Mm-hmm. It's twenty five dollars. The fuck. Wow. <laughs> I should have used that method. I'll grab my, 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 my mama don't sell Mary Kay no more. Back in the day, like she was on all of them things, right? I mean, right? how many, I wonder if we do a poll of how many black mothers <laughs> sold <laughs> or sell Mary Kay. Because my, my mom. mom went through it. And then she's like one of those, it's, it's like you get out, like you, you're in it, you do good. Then you get out, then you go back in it. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I got you one better. 
at one point my mom got into something called Vitamist. And it was like, oh, instead, <laughs> instead of like your pill vitamins, because chewy yeah. vitamins wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. Right. It was a mouth spray, like, you know, like a mouth freshener. Yes. But it was like vitamins. Okay. Now, I will say this. The concept was as like a small droplet, it like get into like your mucous membrane and like instantly absorb. Right. Bro, that Tylenol version, they had a, ty- a spray Tylenol. No. I, I, no, I shit you not. not. You could like headache. Instant gar, that B twelve. I'm not engaged. instant energy. I'm not engaging that. <laughs> I'm not, it's time for white people must be stopped. This, this is, is why. why I don't fuck with white people. Very good segue. Because I'm not. Because I want to. You want to know something? When we started off about the whole Mary Kay, and then he started on. It's all a pyramid scheme. Pretty much. I'm not engaging that, and I'm not engaging that publicly because my mother, well, she doesn't listen to this. Well, podcast, no, I mean, I, I'm not saying like it's just it. That's the that's what it's called. That's it's the not, business model. That, I understand. It, it's, it's not. The, it's not. Uh, I didn't say scam. I no, said, no, no, no. I understand. <laughs> that's the business model. I understand yeah, like because even like my parents also did like Amway, so that's like <laughs> that's a whole. Oh my so, gosh. I wanted to get in, so uh, I'm, I don't have any real deep dive for it, but I did want to highlight that Elon Musk lost like $200 billion fucking with Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So uh, actually hit him, actually hit him with the air horns for that level of genius. Twitter is not one of them. He should have He should have been ever, more careful. Ever <laughs> since Elon jumped on this shit, every so time I log into... Was excused? Every time I log into vanilla Twitter... More and more bots. Mm-hmm. Is anybody noticing that the increase of mm-hmm. bots following mm-hmm. your shit? Mm-hmm. What's no. funny? There's a bot. There's a specific bot that comes under your tweet and asks you if you would like to buy weed or guns if you say nigga on your tweet. Fam, what? Yeah, it's a specific bot. Just what? The, what the fans don't give a fuck no more. The weed or guns t- Twitter bot. It's like hey, <laughs> shoot Boy. me a DM. Shoot me a DM. That's a DEA sting if it ever was one. What about what the fans don't give look, a damn no more? Th- look, you combine that with that chat GPT. Like, please talk about. Hey, look, we don't oh, even have to shit. do the conversations ourselves. We can just have a whole Twitter bot that's going to ask. Them. <laughs> so, I'm glad you mentioned that. I did read something where there was a, a facial recognition yes. software. Um. I don't know. Maybe that was you that sent that to me. No, but I'm aware of what you're talking about. There was a black man. Well, no, no, no. Somebody was, was it a murder case? No, it was, it was a black man. It was a black man. There was a, there was a case where, a where a black man was identified in a case that happened in like Louisiana. Mm-hmm. This man was three States over had never been to Louisiana before a day in his life. But facial recognition identified this motherfucker. And then the description was all. He won the right height. He won the right weight. Right. It was 40 pound, 50 pound difference, something like that, between the actual description that was in who they were looking for and the person. And for the most part, as we already know, all they did was a skin color check. And they said, well, I mean, he's a black man, so it's probably him. All I'm saying is that all you niggas 
that paid that five and ten dollars because you wanted to see because you wanted to see what you look like as Judy Jetson or what the fuck ever y'all were doing. That's not how it works. Or they put, or they put in, or they put in Afro, they put in, uh, you know, Afrofuturism. Yes, like that's not how it works. Afrofuturism. What do I look like as Fred Flintstone? All you niggas. It's different. It's a, it's a sting. It's not a sting. It's different. It's different. Hey, if it's my time, then it's my time. How is it different? How is it? I mean, I don't want to break it all the way down, but as an AI enthusiast, right? The general concept is where your data goes is very different from how it's necessarily used for developing algorithms. Like, you don't have to submit to an app for your face information to already be out there. You're on social media. So anything can be scraped for a face. That's We're, sure. we're well past the point of you have to submit to any one app or any one website for your quote visual information to be used in any particular way. That's true, but isn't one of the stipulations like you have to send them like twenty pictures or some shit? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, because what I'm even is, like what he's saying, I, I think I understand a little bit better. Even if you don't send the twenty, your there's your face is out there. Mm-hmm. Just like you don't have to commit a crime for them to have your thumbprints. Like well, that's true too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, there, there, there are plenty of websites. Even if you true. don't use social media, there are plenty of resources that have copies of driver's license photos, mm-hmm. that have copies of court case photos, etc. Mm-hmm. That you have security camera footage that is open source and available. This is um, turning real ghost in the shell. Oh, absolutely, and it's there's levels and layers to it. So. It's it's okay to be cognitive of how your data is used, right? Be aware of who you submit particular information <coughs> to. Like, don't submit a bunch of photos sure. and also your social security number. But just let it be known <laughs> that whatever you're trying to get into, most most likely the internet already has enough information out there on you to do what they want to do. Yeah, from a government perspective, they do. Even if you okay, have your, see, even if see even, even if you have your page on private, yeah, they, they got you. you. <laughs> they got you. And, and yeah. I'm I'm saying this Found is somebody who, if I wasn't working at NASA, I'd be working for the NSA. Okay, Mr. So, Fancy Pants. No, I'm just you know it's good one of the job, other. These old good job ass niggas, man. No drug testing ass niggas. Right. <laughs> no, dr- <laughs> no drug testing. Look, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna keep it summary. We talk about background checks. I had to do my background check, and my mother said that I drink too much, and if that counts as a drug, she was going to put it down on my background check as a witness report, talking about that's a drug use. And I was like, Mom, please do not mess Damn. up my career because you don't like that I drink whiskey. <laughs> your mom was your number one hater. Send your racist, send your, send your racist stories, your real-life racist encounters, along with your listener letters, questions for myself, D. Randall, uh, or any of the gang, uh, please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com or log on to opinionswildblack.com where you can find ways to listen to us. More information about Houston's Most Savage podcast, ways to buy merch, and ways to support and become a patron. Um, 
I'm not even going to take a break. We're just going to jump right into uh, the listener letter section. Um, I love it. Let's see. We got on the Instagrams. Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, Extra Maestro, a.k.a. Xavier Hunter, wants to know, Happy New Year, first and foremost. What upcoming projects are you looking forward to the most or the least? Which one are you hoping doesn't disappoint you? Which one are you thinking might be the one? Uh, Wow. Okay. For me, I'm looking forward to Dune. Uh, Dune Part 2. Shit's going to be hard. Um, I'm looking forward to I, I was really I was really shocked with how well they covered like pretty much the first half of the book in the first one. So that looks pretty hard. Um, what else am I looking forward to? So something I'm looking forward to that I'll probably not pay money to watch in a theater. I saw the concept for Renfield, which is stupid. Which is stupid. <laughs> Wait, it looks which hilarious. Is fucking it stupid. So hilarious. However, <laughs> Nicolas Cage as Dracula in a comedy is maybe the most psychotic. We now live in the most psychotic timeline of all time. (laughs) Wait, and he's not just Dracula. He has somebody kidnapping people for him. He has someone actively kidnapping people for him to kill. Um, That is fucking amazing. Other things I'm looking forward to, uh, Secret Invasion. I'm looking forward to re- to the return of Sam Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. Um, I'm looking forward to. I don't even know what Marvel shit is this year. I know there's like several Marvel projects coming out this year. All of them. Uh, Quant- oh, Quantum Mania. Yeah. Yeah, my, my man Jonathan Majors. Um, about to wreck shit as uh, Kang. Um, yes. Can't wait to see Kang again. <laughs> My God, it's blood. This is, I, I have to say, that's the most excited in the f- course of our friendship. That's the most excited I've ever seen you about a man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the ruler of the universe in time. So the bar's up there. <laughs> the bar's up there. I'm just telling y'all. Um, we sim for 2D characters over here. Uh, I'm So tentatively, I hear we're going to get a season two of Chainsaw Man this year, late this year. I don't buy that because the animation and the, the everything is so good. I don't feel like we're going to get that in a year. That we, direction is we amazing. We might because, dang, I thought I washed my face. I guess I didn't. Um, we might because Mappa, Mappa, Mappa is, um, you know, they are. Beasting. They are. <laughs> They are um, slave workers oh. to their <laughs> to their people, so we might. Ah, I got you. Because um, they ended that on a hard ass note. I am with that. I definitely. It was one of those ones where it made me. I I, I enjoy animes that make me go and read the manga. So yes, I am current in Chainsaw Man. <laughs> it took a day. I'm about to start Chainsaw Man. I'm currently reading uh, Kaiju Number Eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited about that, even though it's two years out. I'm excited for Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm, <sighs> I'm going to start that again. <sighs> I didn't get off to a good start with it. Maybe because I wasn't, maybe because I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I'm very picky with this generation of anime because it's very new to me. Because like, even the titles are new to me. Mm-hmm. 
the title sounds completely psychotic. Let me tell you my favorite one, and I know this is probably the one one of the ones that you're talking about. My favorite anime currently right now is that time that I got reincarnated as a slime. Yes! It's that kind of shit. Oz. <laughs> you don't like these long drawn out names. It is a great anime. It is a great story. I I'll think you would enjoy it. it. It's I'll so probably randomly. invest in it. So this isn't a spoiler, it's the first episode. It's about it. First of all, the main character is in his thirties. That never happens. He's like, you know, he's living an average life. He's like, yeah, I'm just here. I I have a decent job. Um, He's joking with one of his coworkers. If I ever die, hide my porn collection. Oh, my God. He's leaving work. He gets stabbed and dies and gets reincarnated as a literal slime in this world. But the thing about it is he's in this cave. And he's a slime, so he has nothing better to do. So he just, the only thing he has the power to do is absorb shit. Okay. So in a cave, in a mystical game, MPG, you are absorbing crystals and magical material. Okay. This nigga becomes so ridiculously OP. Yeah. He's, he's just pure OP the entire time. <laughs> so it's <laughs> almost just, like dot hack sign. Like he's like he's just sucked into the game and shit. Okay. It's, 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 well, it's, it's, not a, it's not a game. It's it's a world. Okay, it's, it's actual. But it's game-esque. Okay. It has, like, the menu screen and stuff like that. Okay. Please watch it. You would enjoy, I feel like you would definitely enjoy that shit. Um, anything, anybody else? Uh, Lauren, anything? Uh, Lala, anything you looking forward to? Well, I was looking forward to the BMF season two. But oh, my God. Let me tell you. I watched the first episode. And this shit's stupid. First episode pissed me off. Like I, I, I need it doesn't stop pissing you off from there. That shit is stupid. I haven't. I'm not gonna spoil it for no, you. No, but what what does BMF stand for? Is this like JFK? No, Black it's Mafia Black Family. Fam- Black Mafia Family is the story of Big Meech. Big Meech and his it's, brother, um, Southwest T, um, and it's, how it's they what, took over Detroit. I'm into. In another lifetime, I was a drug dealer. Okay, it's the Fifty Cent. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's the Fifty Cent drug dealer universe. Yeah, <laughs> well, like from power, so, so like it's like raising Canaan, like. But this is real life. These were yeah. real people. It's produced by him, but it's produced by him. Yeah. So and, it's, and, it's a documentary. No. So well, no. no. Hold on. There is a documentary. He did do a documentary it, on him on this. So it's the fictional but not fictional story of Big Meech, played by Big Meech's son. But no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole series yeah. of. Of 50 cents, what he's doing is he has the power series and then he took the rights of this man. He's got the rights basically to tell this man's story. Mm -hmm. And he created one season one, season two, a documentary. That's why I feel like season two is taking you so far left. But I really think season two is trying to pick up from the documentary. I knew I, I knew I couldn't stand this shit when the, when the, when the nigga, when the villains, their big plan to take meats down was to cut off their fucking water. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but I mean, it's, I knew you weren't going to finish that sentence with the word water. Like in my head, I was like, cut off his feet. No. <laughs> they were going to cut he off this man's water, water. So when he finally left his house because they couldn't, they can't function without water. They were going to get these niggas. This is some stupid shit. It wasn't just about. I knew when Snoop Dogg was the community preacher, that I didn't want to watch this shit no it's, more. It's not just about. I guess wait, wait. you have to. For someone like I'm a person who watches it, so it's, it's like you know, I'm like, what? They weren't cutting nobody's water out, but it's just a statement that they use. 
I guess. Um, it, this was some silly shit. Yeah, this but was. I mean, it is. It's is. I just will say it's a series or stuff that if you're into it, you're gonna be into it. If you're not, you're not gonna be into it. It's nothing different than anybody else. Like it's, it's almost like the story of White Boy Rick. Either you wanted to know the story of White Boy Rick, or you don't want to know the story. And little Meechers, and little Meechers out here making dumbass decisions, just like his daddy. But that's another episode. Um, um, Kanji, anything you want to? Any, anything you're excited about? Um, so since I did bring up that time I got reincarnated as a slime, they are actually coming out with a movie, um, this year. So yeah, I'm excited okay. for that. Um. Other than JJK, y'all can finally understand why box jokes are funny. Um, let's see, let's see. Um, oh, well, it's not a project, but it's like, you know, I'm excited for this year of cosplaying and anime conventions. It's going to be lit. DreamCon's in Austin this year. <laughs> shout out to all the black cosplayers. Yeah, shout out to the black cosplayers. That community is growing, and it's so dope. It's true. I I see a new con for them all the time. Shout out to the They Gonna Be Black Today cosplay community <laughs> for these anime characters. Right. <laughs> uh, Fluent, you got anything? Did I ask you already? I mean, you 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 kind of covered what I'm looking forward to just in terms of Dune Part 2. Uh, Dune Part 1 was one of the best adaptations of a book to a movie, especially given how dense and many layers there are to the story. So... You know, usually you watch a movie, the the subsequent aspect is, uh, you know, the book was always better, right? That's what almost everyone's going to say about any book adaptation. Of course. Um, this might be one of, like, the few times other than, like, 2001 where yeah. the movie stands close to the same level the, as the yeah. book. Where I agree. I didn't read the book, but that movie was really, really awesome. Um, and be introducing me into the really nerd stuff. Um, I think I don't think I have another listener there. So, thank you, thank you, X. Thank you, Tales to Enrage. Oh no, I do have one more. Um, Tales to Enrage wanted to know. It'll come up. What is the first anime you ever saw, and did it push you away or make you want to see more? First anime I ever saw that I recognized as anime was uh probably Dominion Tank Police. Um, which is the most which is the most psychotic yet so on point with where we are now as a society uh, shit that I've ever seen. Um, let's see, it was Dominion Tank Police and probably Project Echo. Uh, I don't remember a lot of people remember Project Echo. Uh, I, I'm not going to try to explain it because I'll sound like a pervert. Oh, um, <laughs> but it was one of those psychotic ones where everybody has those schoolgirl outfits on and shit. Uh, weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life, um, and it, and it drew it drew me in because from it, from there it wasn't long before I saw Akira. It wasn't long bef- hey, before Akira. I saw a bunch of shit that y'all can't watch now because the studios don't exist, like Kashan Robot Hunter, like fucking Eight Man After Lensman shit. That, man, I all my tastes are old, are old school as fuck, and you probably can't find them because a lot of those. Uh, studios don't exist anymore. I can't find Ninja Scroll anywhere streaming, bro. It, I am so upset about this shit. I'm talking about the movie, not the not the series, which I have not okay. watched. 
I am so upset about this shit. You can't, it's a classic. It is a fucking classic. I'm not just saying that just because it's my personal taste. It's a fucking classic. Anybody who grew up, who grew up in 80s, 90s, baby, knows Ninja Scroll. My and you best can't find the game, and she would always talk about hard. how hard it was. That game was hard as fuck, dog. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> they weren't lying. That, that, what was it, uh, Battletoads? Battletoads was not anime, but it was still hard. No, no, just talking about hard games. Hard, yes. Hard games. Hard. Battletoads and Double Dragon was hard, too. Yeah. Um, but can't find Ninja Scroll any fucking where. And the DVD, which is out of print, it's like $50. Fuck out of here. Um, but, yeah. I, yeah, that definitely drew me into anime. And I wasn't looking back. And then, before you know it, I'm up at 5.30 in the morning before school watching Sailor Moon. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, everybody for your listening letters um, y'all know what to do opinionswhileblack at gmail.com I didn't ask y'all about y'all's animes I know I know that's not Lala's thing I think uh, I, when I think about it I want to say it was Sailor Moon but like it really honestly I believe it was Sonic Sonic Underground I remember watching that they did have an anime version that was hard as fuck yeah, but it led to like my most memorable one that like latched on was Sailor Moon of course yeah that's a generational. Classic. It also made me gay, but we won't. We don't have to talk. About it. <laughs> the gay agenda worked. Yes, they laid All it out. Short in skirts. The Protect your kids. <laughs> Amara you and mean? Michelle were not cousins. Oh no, Amara was a top. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was so What you got, bro? Uh, my two introductions are going to be Akira and DBZ. Um, ah yes. And it wasn't something that necessarily drew me in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just kind of like, okay. I mean, it's on TV. Cool. Uh, Akira I just, blew my fucking mind. I didn't care. It was just one of those things like, well, I mean, yeah, Akira blew my mind. It was just like, but it was just so high level. I didn't appreciate it fully at the time. Right. What brought sure. me into anime, though, was Bleach. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Um, they resume in July as well this year. Yes. Season two of Thousand Year Blood War coming back. And oh, my God. I know y'all are hype. I know y'all are hype. Phonic is equally hype. <laughs> it's, um, it's so much carnage. So, um, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank everybody for their listening letters. Opinionswhileblack.com, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. Get in touch with us. Time at last for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up! Number three, Keith Murray. Uh, if you are not a hip hop head and were born after 19, after 1995, you're probably saying who Keith Murray, formerly of Def Squad and EPMD, uh, a rapper who, you know, none of their music, um, for good reason has been on a, has been on this Jaguar right level tear where he's on these, where he's doing these interviews, where he's talking about chicks, that, chicks that he used to fuck back in the day. Um, Keith Murray, we don't want to hear that from you. You're not, you're not what people would consider attractive in a way that people would want to hear that from you. You're not um, what people would consider relevant in a way that people would want to hear that from you. And every every interview you do looks it, Vlad. It's not a Vlad interview, but they all look very Vladish. They all look like they're cornering you into saying stupid shit. And you're going for it because you want some relevance. 
and you want to be respected as a as an old school uh, cornerstone of hip hop, which you could have been respected as a cornerstone of hip hop had you not stopped talk, had you not started talking. You know what your cohorts like Redman and Eric Sermon do when they want to be respected as cornerstones of hip hop? They shut the fuck up and mind their own business. You don't hear about Eric Sermon. You don't hear about Redman saying spicy shit out here because they shut the fuck up and mind their business and they're not running to the blogs. Uh, like they're not running to the blogs like little Instagram girls um, talking about who they who they did and didn't pop. Keith Murray got to shut the fuck up. Got to shut the fuck up. He got to shut the most beautifulest shut the fuck up in the world. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's what I said last year. Uh, or who you was with expires every seven minutes, so nobody need to know that. I was gonna say all the all those women's uh, pussy minutes have rolled over several times over since you fucked, so you won't get any of them to cosign. Roller rollover pussy minutes. Rollover pussy minutes. Um, number two is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh. Every now and then we do a shut the fuck up with love. <laughs> oh. This is one of those. I like Dwayne. I like Dwayne. I like it. Usually he has a good energy about him. He's very well marketed. Um, he's most likely on PEDs. Mm. Maybe. I'm just mad that he's making me agree with Tyrese. Fam. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna explain why in just a second. It's come out more now that Black Adam has completely around the world fucking bombed. Um those Rotten Tomatoes scores went down fast. Um, Black Adam did not slap. Nah, and that was a bum ass movie. And now that it's out on streaming, and everybody no who's been cares. waiting, they were they were like, okay, I guess I'll give it a try. And even then, they were like, why did I do this to myself? No one cares. Hey. And now that Black Adam does not slap, we're getting more and more news about kind of the the drama behind the original rollout of Black Adam, uh, and and Dwayne sitting down with DCWB execs um, to facilitate the rollout. And apparently he stormed into a meeting that he was not uh, invited to mm -hmm. and made all these demands if Black Adam was going to be a part of uh, the main DC line since they're retooling everything. And the craziest shit that I heard was that he wanted them to install a bar, an actual bar pub within the theater for the premiere so that they could exclusively sell his Terramana tequila. I mean, you can't just Bam. bring a couple bottles in? Do what everyone else does and just show up with a few bottles in your hand <laughs> and, be like, and be like, where the hoes at? Because I, I definitely did a, a film premiere with uh, uh, Jack Daniels, and they did a Gentleman's Jack, like, exclusive, right? So right. they replaced all the liquor at this theater with just Gentleman's Jack, and it was just probably like 200-something bottles. They didn't have to build a new bar just to do that. No. Like, if you want to promote your tequila, then just bring 100 bottles of tequila in or however many bottles of tequila. Also... Your shit isn't rated R. Yeah, it's, 
It's a premiere, though. You know, the, the kids ain't. Your shit isn't rated R, fam. Should have like, been. He said it'll, the movie will be better if you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, you know that makes sense because I definitely was drunk when I saw the movie, and it wasn't as bad in the moment. It was only when people like asked me about it afterwards, and I had to recount in a sober frame of mind. I was so a- what you're saying is, in order for you to enjoy the entertainment of this world in today's time, you need to be inebriated. Yes. No. 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 Not that I need to be. It's that when I am inebriated, the mm-hmm. the quality just of doesn't matter as much. The quality. Okay. You know, not of the movie. Just life. <laughs> the quality, I'm gonna the quality go, of life does not I'm matter gonna, as well, much. Well, I'm going to go ahead. I am ju- inebriated. I'm going to go ahead and jump on top of that and say I should have been inebriated <laughs> for the sh- for watching Black Adam. That shit was crazy bad. So I have a question. The Rock should ha- be embarrassed because I haven't watched it. But is it like bounce TV like? Black cinema. Is it Tubi movie? Bad? It's not Tubi, but they definitely. Well, I, it's not Tubi because it's well filmed. Uh, yeah. It looks it looks mostly good, yeah. um, except for Aldous Hodge and his and this batshit crazy uh, uh, fucking kente cloth blazer he put on, which he should be ashamed of himself. But other than that, I mean, it was visually cool. Nothing else was good. Like it was it was quality violence and quality nothing Avatar. else. Like it looks cool. No, the no, no, no. Avatar looks amazing. First of all, uh, just a general house, a general house rule for the podcast: we don't talk about Avatar in a positive way ever. We don't talk about Avatar. I'm not. I'm not. It's a horrible movie. Like, well, I'm just. What I'm saying is, people were horrible. Movie. They thought that this movie did. It, was it not? Was it supposed to be like everybody's supposed to be like? Oh, this is amazing! And then when you Yes. Hear the storyline, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's basically what <laughs> I haven't watched Avatar 2, but I can say Avatar 1 will make me never watch Avatar 2. That shit was slapless in Seattle. Same. Yeah, the, 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 the big issue with like Black Adam, though, was horrible. Dwayne wanted the... It was a he, rock vanity project. That's yeah. what it was. But he already, he'd, he'd been marketing it as a rock vanity project. Like, like let's be clear for that, right? right? He's been saying that from the very beginning, how much of a fan he was as Black Adam, that he wanted to play it. But no, then, like, even, no. like, I'm not giving in, him that much credit. He was like, oh, this is going to be a shift in the DC power structure, right? Because he wanted the DCEU to shift from being revolving around Batman. He and wanted to be seen punching to be, Superman. Yeah, but he, he wa- no, it was more than that because he didn't just want like the sequel. He wanted the new Justice League movie to revolve around Black Adam and me, him fighting the whole Justice League. Let me let, just, let me let me go ahead. Much. Let me go ahead and call much. a spade a spade because I don't want to stay on Black Adam too long because because we're, we're running long and I I want to go get drunk. So let me call a spade a spade. Dwayne Johnson most likely had never heard of Black Adam. Had never heard of Black Adam before somebody <laughs> drew some fan art with him as Black Adam and, and a bunch of people started saying you have to cast a rock as Black Adam immediately. It was only when that when when that art came up did people start losing their shit. And when people start losing their shit about Dwayne the Rock Johnson doing something in pop culture, he goes right with it because that's because he could see and his people could see that's where the bag is. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has probably never cracked open a single comic with Black Adam in it. 
I know this because of what the, because of the shit they let happen on that screen. He has never read a Black Adam comic a day in his fucking life ever. I love this man. I love the I love the rock. I love I love the positivity vibes he puts out there. I do. Having said that, when they told this man that he was as powerful, if not more powerful than Superman, and that and he saw where the Marvel universe was going, and that one day, and that he had it in his mind that one day, these movies could very well lead up to him punching Superman, The Rock being seen punching Superman, because one of the great one of the great rules about these movies is that no matter how cool the actor or actress is, they did, they've been doing this since Superman. Very rarely should that actor or actress be bigger than the character. That's why back in the day they didn't cast Robert Redford, who was the biggest actor of the time, as Superman. Mm-hmm. Because everybody would have just saw Robert Redford as Superman. Yeah, instead of Dwayne the Rock. Right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson wants the opposite effect for every character he plays. He wants to be seen. When you think of when you think of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he wants people to think of him in fucking Jumanji punching out I don't know what happens in Jumanji. He wants to think about Skyscraper where he's punching a building. He wants you to think about The Rundown where he's punching uh, little Asian people in the jungle. Oh, no. He wants you to think about all of that shit. He wants you to think about him punching Vin Diesel in the face. He wants you to think about punching Idris Elba and Jason Statham in the face. Oh, yeah, and yeah, the one. supreme pinnacle of popular American culture would be Dwayne The Rock Johnson punching Superman in the face. Got it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson doesn't give a fuck about the mythology. He doesn't get And the only reason we gave a fuck was because he was putting so much so many resources into it and we might get to see something cool. Yeah, yeah. We did not get to see anything cool. The coolest thing we got to saw we got to see in Black Adam was well, yeah, okay. He did get in the cool fight with Hawkman and we did get to see more of um Viola Davis bullying people. Yeah. Other than that, I just want to say that Dwayne should be ashamed of himself. I called her playing Miss Waller 15 years ago. I believe it. Yeah. Got it on my Facebook post. Green Lantern wasted a really good Angela Bassett as Amanda Waller. I, I would have liked that. All that to say, Dwayne, try another project, bro. Maybe they'll, maybe when they start doing the millions of Dune spinoffs they're going to do after part two, I guarantee it, because HBO Max about to Dune your ass to death. Yeah, they are trying to do a series. I just need them to do, you know, Dune Messiah. Call maybe. it a trilogy. Maybe he can get in on one of these Dune joints. Maybe he can get in on the Game of Thrones. Maybe he can get in. Maybe Marvel will take him. Marvel will take him. Marvel will take him. But he's got to be the right. He's got to be the right character. Correct. Until then, let it go, bro. The shit didn't slap. We don't ever have to mention it again. We don't ever have. We don't. We can all just. We can all just go about our lives as if we never saw Black Adam. <laughs> And you can shut the fuck, shut up. The fuck up. I think everyone who who did see Black Adam is going about their lives as if they never saw him. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and the number one person, the first person of 2023 who should shut the fuck up, God, I feel so good saying it, is Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why I or anyone is surprised that any of this shit came from a Dallas Cowboys fan. (laughs) (laughs) Because Dallas Cowboys fans are delusional? I didn't say it. I didn't say it. He said it. Don't be mad. First of all, not all. If you would like to just bash everything that is of me, that makes me, don't put me on the episode. That's one. I didn't know. I didn't Number know. Number two. I didn't it, start this, the, this, is, no. this, this is an Ashley bash and a cowboy bash. And if I wanted this fuckery, I could have saved my ass in 2022. But I'm in 2023. And and I just want to know, what, what the fuck did I do to anybody? Like, I just, I just decided that I was... You know, I'm here as a human and I'm trying to be a better person in life. But I see the fuckery is just absolutely (laughs) outrageous. Can we redo giving flowers? Can I give you some flowers? (laughs) The the, the disrespect. Would you like this? uh, Anyways, Paul. To back to the damn topic. We're not even worried about me no more. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, you you want to talk about fucking? You want to talk about fucking Skip Bayless? Okay, go go ahead. Get your get your button ready. Oh I'm ready. God. I'm ready. Let I'm me finish. Sorry. Let me. Oh God. Let me. Do you want to finish telling why we mad at him, yeah. or do Skip you want Bayless, me to do it? Skip Bayless went on Twitter while Demar Hamlin was fighting for his life on laid out on the field and decided to tweet. What about the game? Um, it's going to be, oh, uh, it, it's such a pivotal game. We have to know what's going to happen. We have to know who's going okay. to the Super Bowl. What about the game? The game is so important. It's a pivotal game. He's saying this while both teams are crying and praying like the last 10 minutes of Friday Night Lights for this man's health and safety and just continuation of life. And these niggas. And this man, this man is worried about the fucking game. Now, and and schedule, and the season. To be fair, he is only speaking what we all know, the NFL and uh, sports entertainment uh, and sports news outlets are thinking. So I'm glad we all know these people ain't worth a damn. Yeah, but to... To, to give the direct quote for those who, who did not know what Skip said, he finishes everything else by saying, this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. And it's, it's when you are in the media, when you are someone who is paid to use words, and you specifically say something of magnitude and crucial when it comes to money and entertainment instead of somebody's life, you ought to know people are going to react a certain way. Oh, yeah. Lala, I know you got... I, you ready? I, yeah. Hit them. Just go ahead. Get, get the bunny buttons ready. Uh-oh. Um, Mr. White Man. Um, if this was a white player, we would not be having this tweet. Um, the disrespect of a human life who is, by the way, doing great and actually is active on, tw- on Instagram as we speak. So he can read your shit and I hope the fuck he comes for your ass. And you really shouldn't have your job. Because other people 
might I add, black anchors have lost their job for worse. Not even worse. <laughs> Donald Trump bullshit. But we're not even going to go there. So you think that it is okay to care more about a game than someone's life. So bad that your own co-host didn't show up on Monday because he had no fucking respect for your dumb ass. Then wanted to come back when the, your co-host returned. He wanted to address it and address it as a whole. But you were so ignorant and impatient and you're that damn selfish that you interrupted him. And he had to get out of fucking character on fucking air. That is not like Shannon Sharp. But I will say this. Mm-hmm. Skip Bayless, you are going to count your blessings because they're going to figure out how to get rid of your ass for good. And it's just that simple. It's that simple. Your ass is old. You you are, I would like to label him. I used to have respect for him, but I don't. I used to love Skip Bayless because I love his antics. I understand like he sees a different side and he roots for a team that is the most hated team in America, which is Dallas Cowboys. But I don't have no respect for that man no more. And your breath stink. <laughs> And you got wrinkles. <laughs> and you probably short. Him probably little. And it's uh, funny that you were talking about like how Shannon doesn't act out of character like that. Did you not? Did you this, see it? No, no. So what I mean is, this is now the second time he has done this, and it specifically comes down to how race plays into things and talk mm-hmm. funky and how he talks to Shannon mm-hmm. because. They had another falling out just a month ago. Over Tom Brady. Over, Over Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Mm-hmm. And Shannon had to call him out like, don't you dare disrespect me in the way that you speak to me when mm-hmm. I'm sitting right here in front of you. As many times as we have conversations and for you to I don't talk know to me how long way, this undisputed contract is, but it is about to end shortly. Let me tell you something. Like, And the thing is, Shannon Sharp is what built up Skip's Correct. Platform well, like, after correct. And, and the thing is, Skip had a problem already, and we all thought it was Stephen A. and Stephen A.'s antics and Stephen A. Like we all say, Stephen A. is too much, but I don't think. I think it goes beyond that. I think it's Skip who's the problem. You notice that I mean, sometimes when things do a shift, like you want to, you can blame one person all the time and say, "Oh, it's them. It's them." Look, see how they're messing up the culture here. See, da, 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 da. take them out the equation. The equa- and if the culture is still that way, then God damn it, it's you, motherfucker. Especially when it's the microaggressions that are not micro. Now, to be right? fair, Stephen A is a problem all unto himself because yeah. we saw that because Max is sick of his shit. Hell, um, fuck yeah! And Max even got his own. I didn't know Max had his own show, but he got yeah, his Max. Own show. Yeah, Max left to go do his own job. Um, having said that. Max got his own problems. Skip is that, but I. <laughs> I'm just saying. I really want to say it's a white man. Are thing. we doing Max slander? We will Look, not. We will not. We, what we won't do. It's not. It, it, it's not a slander. It's just that the truth. It's the truth because this is what it happens. It's when the white man gets a mic, just like well, black. Yeah, that's true. When okay, a toxicity black man gets a microphone, he thinks that he needs to have a podcast and tell us yeah. all about his also fucking true. feelings instead of just going to therapy. White men think that they're <laughs> entitled to shit. And God damn it, we have to. At what point you have to say stop? Like God so, damn, be a human. The other thing about this, and and. Usually, usually we have an ongoing segment called ESPN is a trash organization. Since Undisputed is Fox, I only ever catch it um, in the 
YouTube clips or whatever, so I didn't know that. But um, the problem here is sports entertainment news has become an extension and and is as toxic as the culture it covers. The culture has become so insidious and infectious um, with such good old boy, with such old school, outdated, good old boy mentalities yep. that, it has, that it has infected how that news is covered. Just like Fox has, just like Fox News is an extension of the pervasive ugliness of right-leaning politics and Republican and Republican uh, mentalities. I've been saying this forever about ESPN, and it's why you see people getting away from it, like Jamel Hill, and it's why you see people and why you see people um, who look like us usually somehow taking the brunt of either white bullshit or misogyny bullshit. Ask Malika Andrews. Uh, ask uh, Aaron and well, no, Aaron Andrews was on that bullshit too. Was it Aaron Andrews that threw what's her name under the bus? No, no. Well, who? What's the girl? The girl that fucked Jimmy Butler? Or okay, we don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. Whoa. So, who so smashed many- Jimmy Butler? We just jumped the chart. We I said mean, it falls off every I, I seven minutes. I know who you're talking about. Like it's it's she so actually many. Kinda, she actually kind of bad for a little white woman too. It's they. There's so many. There's so many different. I know who you're talking about the, yeah. the 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 lady's name. I can't remember her it's name. Right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it is. She but she threw bashed, old girl she under the bus. Maria Taylor. Yes, threw Maria Taylor under the bus. And so, Maria Taylor is not. There anymore is not there anymore. Like, but Malika Andrews is is a foot out the door. Malika Andrews is a foot out the door. Um, because of that bullshit with um. Oh, they oh god, they still slander her for that shit. What was it the the Ime Udoka thing? Oh, okay, yeah. So we're seeing a pattern, and Lala can see. I know for a fact, because sports is her thing. Yeah, there's a pattern. There, it, it's a pattern, and it's not even. Um, it's bigger than what people are going to state. The obvious, you can be like, "Oh, you just want to blame it on a race thing." It, mm-hmm. It's it's beyond race. It's sometimes sick, it's race. It it's sickening. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's sickening because with ESPN, how they were trying to take ESPN down or trying to attempt was they try a lot of the anchors try to do the get on the kind of on the me too type phase of it. Mm-hmm. But then it didn't work because there's not there wasn't that many female anchors anyway. There was already a handful of them. So you can't use that. Right. So then you're going to find something else to nitpick. So you're going to find like a person like Jamel Hill and you're going to find some little something that she did on her personal time and you're going to alienate her. But all I can the say is, something. yeah, all okay. I can say is whenever you do that, you don't you don't kill the person for that. Right. All you did was just blow her up in another thing. And now she can make all this money and be known as the former co-host or the former right. anchor at ESPN and look what she's done now. Right. I mean, you have all these different and they are able to do all these different platforms, but by Jamel leaving or different other people leaving, 
that uh, makes the males leave as well. So then mm-hmm. as a whole, you can break it down. But when it comes to ESPN, you have to realize who ESPN is owned by. They're owned by Disney, and it's a Republican company. And so then they, you, when you say that you want to just, oh, we're going to stick to sports, it's not just sticking to sports anymore because they always keep on bringing in the politics. And then if you want to bring in politics, then you got to talk about the Constitution. It's so exhausting that you just like, man, fuck that shit. I don't want to turn this shit on no more. And an old white man who can't pronounce half these young niggas' names to begin with becomes the face of that. Skip Bayless is the worst. I've always said Stephen A. Smith is probably the worst thing to happen to sports entertainment. Stuart A. Scott is rolling. Is Stuart Scott is rolling in his fucking grave right now. Stuart Scott didn't take the L for this. Fam. Skip Bayless, he is officially the worst. We're starting off 2023 with Skip Bayless being the worst thing to happen to sports entertainment news right now. Uh, Kanji is shaking her head. As as long as it's a white person. As long as it's a white person. I I can get with that. (laughs) Skip Bayless got to shut the fuck up. And to be honest with you, uh, Shannon, I don't think Shannon's going to quit that. I don't want to see Shannon quit that because no, I don't, he's because not, he shouldn't have one. He shouldn't have to. He's not going to because he's if he's smart. Okay, I'm gonna still. I'm going to. Uh, of course, he I'm going to keep. That I'm going to pay out the rest of my contract. But if you watch what Shannon Sharp's done with his brand, he has taken a joke from from social media yeah. of us calling him Uncle Shay Shay. And turning it into a whole podcast mm-hmm. and doing it and better than doing it better than these niggas who've been plugging up mics and trying to talk, but he has experience and he has the connections to bring in the different stories. Because if you, I don't know if you've watched, he brought on recently, just last week, he brought on Waka Faka. Yeah, he did, and I he talked that. about Waka had Waka Faka. Um, talk about his brother and how mm. his brother committed suicide. That is something that the community needs. He's like the male Oprah for sports. For sports? Yeah. So, with, well said. Salute to Shannon. He shouldn't have to quit his job. We should see a decline in the marketing. We should see a, a decline in how Skip is appreciate even by the even by the niggas even even by these wayward niggas who agree with him skip is gonna see i i think it's gonna be a downslope for him from here and he deserves it just like Stephen a just like dumbass kendrick perkins <laughs> fuck kendrick perkins and his fucking that, fucked I, up fat face look. Um, I feel like Kendrick Crickets literally just be pulling shit out of his ass, but <laughs> the only people left is I'm telling you, the only people left is gonna be Shannon, Malika Andrews, and JJ Reddick. I like JJ Reddick. JJ, so I like JJ. So far, the JJ Reddick. Yeah. Oh, so he got into media. Oh. And so far, in He's his podcast, in his analysis, even when it comes to you addressing want, cultural issues. You want to know somebody who else is a commentator that I was surprised, like you sitting there saying about J.J. Reddit. When they said Tony Romo was going to be a commentator, I was fucking nervous because he was a horrible fucking quarterback. <laughs> but. I thought he was y'all's man. Can't do speak. Stop. But I am not that fan. <laughs> I am the fan that's going to tell you the fucking truth. <laughs> 
I am going to tell you the goddamn truth. I used to cuss the cow. I still do to this day. I'm 33 years old, and I cuss the cowboys out every fucking week. Oh, they man. damn near gave me a fucking heart attack. There's been times I've been recording this said podcast, watching them dumb motherfuckers I, I've seen it. I've fuck seen it. up, and I have to hold it in because I'm sitting here trying to work and trying to be you well, know, a podcaster hey, and hey, hold in my emotions. Hey, okay, hey, so what did hey, we say earlier? We're going hey, to address this in therapy, hey. not on the mic. Lala, <laughs> Lala tried to... Th- Lala tried to throw th- tried to throw Tony Romo some bail, and that got intercepted too. <laughs> Damn! But he's a great he's a great commentator. He's a great commentator compared to other commentators that they've had in the league. Like okay. you've had, um, okay, uh, what's his name? What? Why? Um, Jason Witt. Tight end. He was a tight end for the Cowboys. He decided to retire. Then he was like, I'm going to go be a commentator for ESPN Monday Night Football. Or a bull. His ass was so horrible. He went yeah, back and was, played fucking football. He was football. pretty bad. <laughs> okay. It was not, it, so, but, but that's, you know, I the mean, spell of it. Did he play football before if he was on the Cowboys? All that. You know what? Let's go. Kanji, did we do a podcast? We did a podcast. Fluent, did we do a podcast? Let me just get one shot in. Do it. Do it. No, 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 man. I need to go take a shot. And oh, then we God. Say no, I did a podcast. Oh. <laughs> Lala, did we do a podcast? The fuckery that happened today <laughs> is helping with my rebranding, okay? Um, my name is Lala Speaks, and my ass is about to start speaking a little bit more because this is bullshit. This is, I am not, I am speaking up for the, 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 the suburban girl. I am speaking up for all the Ashleys of America. I am speaking up for all the cowboy fans because this is bullshit. I, I didn't know each time. At all, line and up for with all you. the big titty ass women, you know what? You know what? I hope you have a blessed week, y'all. <laughs> Ashley Bash was kind of funny. I, I, I got to say. This is some bull <laughs> fucking shit. Guys, thank you so much. I want to thank everybody at this table for coming through. It was a long one, but <laughs> it was worth it. Um, Kanji, did you have a good time? I did. I did. It's always fun. You're always, wel- you're always welcome. Always. Anytime. Um, uh, Fluent always has a good time. Lala will not say it right now because she's, you know, it's the cowboy thing. She's, she's, sometimes she has a hard time Have with her emotions. With no, her emotions. no. As I am a black woman, we're going to stop saying that shit. It ain't nothing about no fucking emotion. I am passionate about my shit. That's what Erica Badu said. That she, is, she is an artist and she's sensitive Having about her shit. Having said all that. I am so, I am going to follow my Pisces sister. Have, yes, I'm bringing in the signs have, on your damn podcast. Having said that. I'm sure she had a wonderful time. I did. I did. <laughs> we will be back next week with some other with some configuration of said co uh, said co host with more foolishness, more fuckery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> until then, this has been. It's probably been episode three hundred nine. Maybe it's been three ten. It was two ten. Well, I was like, damn, we skipped a whole hundred, a whole hundred episodes. episodes. <laughs> Where the fuck this come from? <laughs> Long ass podcast. I know, right? God damn. Of opinions while black, I have been Oz. I am Lala Speaks, I think. I am the fluent one. I'm Kanji. And as always, forever imparting. Big ass motherfucking titties. <laughs> Clap white people. 
And we leave you with, oh, fuck it. Yeah, we leave you with a small bonus clip of um, our Patreon series behind the paywall. Go subscribe. Bye, niggas. I want to talk about it because on the on the previous episode of Free Show, um, I did not get to say a proper goodbye to a show that has um, inspired me greatly. Um, that is one of the reasons I do what I do. Uh, any of the number of things that I do. Um, Atlanta has come to a close. And... It made it, it, a, it made it cool to be a weird nigga. Like, it really, it really opened the door for weird niggas, man. And I'm really, I was really inspired by it. Um, and it went out big, man, I have to say. And I would not be doing it justice if we did not just do just a, a brief retrospective mm-hmm. of uh, the final season. And they had a lot, to, and they had a lot of heavy lifting to do in a way, yeah. Because the 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 response to season three was so mixed, and rightfully so. Uh, whenever you, and, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, I'm, right. I'm just saying that one thing that we've always known about the show from from season one is that expect the unexpected. Correct. Uh, expect the unexpected. And as you become more successful in a venture like that and you're allowed to take more risks, you are going to do things that will catch people off guard and some people may find polarizing. Correct. Uh, for me, you know, I, I am one of those people who who can separate. I can separate the narrative and the execution mm-hmm. um, from expectation. Right. When most of us watch especially serialized television, we expect a narrative to follow, you know, a beginning, middle, and an end. Very linear. Yeah, thank you, a more linear structure. Season three definitely threw a wrench in that. And there there are a number of very legit reasons why. I mean, there was a pandemic that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, They were filming seasons three and four Together. together. And with the pandemic happening... It's it's very obvious, especially when you look at season three, mm-hmm. that there were some creative liberties that they had to take right. to get a full 10-episode season. And one of those was to take every other episode and, and make it a self-contained kind anthology. of... Anthology. Yeah, anthology-type structure that, that you know basically fed off of black Twitter. And I remember mm-hmm. reading, a, reading the interview where... Stephen Glover, Donald's brother, mm-hmm. had been saying for the longest, like they would, they it, first it was a it was a running joke that they would pitch these little ideas, yeah, um, as kind of one offs in the like Donald Glover verse, and they wrote one of the one of the anthology stories, and Donald was like, "Fuck it, let's let's put it in the, let's put it in the in the season," yeah, and. I now as much as I enjoyed it because I I I I received this show differently mm-hmm. um because I would say even that season even if you just had the European tour stuff I would say it, for Donald Glover to have done what he referred to as Twin Peaks for hip hop 
he went maximum Twin Peaks in season three. Yeah, I would say. Um, if I didn't, Twin Peaks wasn't really in my rotation because I was way too young to be watching Twin Peaks. But it was what it, it was. was weird. It yeah. was it was fucking weird. David Lynch is David Lynch is a weirdo. Yeah. Um. So it had a lot to do as far as making it not necessarily making up for, but definitely getting things back on track. Um, for the more casual viewer and also bringing these more internal character arcs to a close. Right. That would suit everyone. So right away they hit you with um, episode one, the most, quote, the most Atlanta. And you could take that in a couple of different ways. The way I took it was that this was the most – Atlanta, the series that this that this series probably has ever been because it was maximum weird. Yeah, um, that it was. Uh, you had Darius trying to return the air fryer. <laughs> um, you had the old lady as they were rioting at a Target. Yeah, and, and apparently that was based on a real thing. That was yeah, yeah, that was based on a real thing, and that lady was trying to allegedly stop kids from looting. And they just doused her with a fucking fire extinguisher. Yeah. Which is just the most niggerish I've the most niggerish thing I've ever heard of in my entire fucking life. Ever. It was funny though. Yeah. I went back and watched the real video. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what that lady deserved. How the fuck are you how the fuck are you gonna be uh doing citizens arrest in a hover round? Get your ass on somewhere. <laughs> Um and she tried and she legit followed him all over Atlanta trying to stab him. Meanwhile, you have Ern and Van in the Twilight Zone. It seems at the mall, yeah, running into people they used to fuck with, yeah, just perpetually. Which, uh, you know, that could be that could be Houston. <laughs> that could very well be. You were correct. Anywhere you go in Houston, you're gonna run into somebody. Guaranteed. Guaranteed it. So this kind of, and not to get too deep in the weeds here. Cause I, cause we got a few episodes to go through, but this kind of backfired on me once it didn't backfire on me. It actually worked to my benefit. So flowers girl, mm-hmm. uh, uh, she hit me up recently and I, I don't know what I said to her. She goes, Oh, Oz, you're, oh, oh Oz, you're, 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 you're such an enigma which is the strangest shit in the world to me for all the information I give up willingly uh, <laughs> on this podcast and in real life. Um, I've had I've had a woman call me mysterious before, and I thought it was the dumbest shit I had ever heard. And my sister Latanza was like, well, why don't you ask her what she meant? You know, you don't want to write her off, so I asked her what she meant, just out of intellectual curiosity. And she said, well, it's just because there's so not only are there so many layers to you, you really are this community person you talk about. Because on the date we went on, we ran into a few people that you knew, that just knew you. Yeah. Roy's brother went to. It was on a campus that Roy's brother went to school there, <laughs> and we just happened to run into him and his family, and I knew one of the vendors. That was about it. But she was very impressed by this, um. So I took it. Again, because again, there's a lot I will go with in the in, in the service of big titties. 
So, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that one. titties. <laughs> and so, um, I that was interesting for them because assume, uh, 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 assuming at that point that Ern and Van are back together, mm-hmm. they have that moment where they say, I don't want to be that with you. Right. That passing ghost in the parking garage. Yeah. And meanwhile, you have what some people thought was the most interesting. Anytime you leave Paperboy to his own devices, it's going to be weird. He yeah. went on a scavenger hunt. Isn't there a rapper that did this? In I, real life, so much on Atlanta is based on shit that happened for real. Yeah, and I, I, I believe that was the case with this as well. I think maybe well, MF Doom used to do kind of weird shit. Yeah, but and a lot of people said that this this episode they felt was a tribute to to MF Doom for that kind of shit. That Randall's favorite rapper. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, detract from. The tone of the podcast. <laughs> and so um you had and so he went on this whole scavenger hunt for this this rap this uh big Atlanta rapper that had mm-hmm. passed. Yep. And um it led him not knowing the lyrics were clues that led him eventually to his funeral, to yeah. the to the rapper's funeral that had been going on for God knows how long. Yeah. And they were like, well, I think only five people have made it here, which is very interesting when you look at people's engagement with their favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. When you look at, because if that had been Drake, it'd been, it'd have been thousands of people, but because it was this, but because it was this person who maybe wasn't from what I took of the episode, yeah. Wasn't as big. He was. He was street. He, he was street famous or whatever. Right. It kind of puts into perspective that following that you have, and this was a this was an interesting thing for Paperboy, who has basically made it at this point, mm-hmm. and it becomes a theme throughout throughout his story arc, his personal character arc of him being reflective on what's next for him, and. His his career, the rest of his life personally, and his legacy. Yeah. So that was very introspective for him, and I think he felt a weird kinship to this rapper in talking to his loved one. Right. And then it all comes together at the end, and somehow, Ern and Van come out of the magic uh, the magic entrance, <laughs> the most Twin Peaks shit I've ever seen. Yeah. The magic entrance. And show up at this funeral, and Darius is still being chased by the hover-round lady, who is basically a horror movie character now, yes. and runs up on the ex that they leave standing at the fucking bus stop. Wonderful. Also, not for nothing, I will miss Hiro Morai's direction. Yeah. His commitment to visual, to being visually arresting was wonderful all throughout the series. Um, the only reason I watched Barry when I did was because they told me he had directed some episodes. I mean, you need to watch the rest of the episodes. I will, I, I'm going to finish Barry. Yeah. 
Uh, I I missed out on this past season for some reason, but I heard it was really good. Yes. Uh, Barry was yeah. Barry was an amazing show. Um, is that is that over?